Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? It's for jugglers and jugglets. Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. Yo. It's the it's your number one source for all things craft beer related. It is the internationally acclaimed Cindy Crawford approved podcast of barley hops and friendship. It's the best best friends podcast in the world. And I am your host, aka the King of the Crisp. the crown Tom. yes it does freer of men tom that's what i go with <laughs> and i'm your other host some might call me the crown prince of pale ales oh. others might call me the emperor of ipas wow but mostly you guys wow. know me as the royers ford rattlesnake <laughs> It's your um, boy, Dan. <laughs> it's your boy. Show boy. Um, we are joined today by um, Beer Advocate. Yeah, that's a new term on there. I, I think like that's that. what we agreed with. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow her on Instagram. Uh, it is at uh, hops underscore and underscore Charlie. What's up, Charlie? Hey, guys. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you for having me. That's our first guest that was excited to be here. I know. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> she came in excited, too. Yeah, I believed I love, it. I love the enthusiasm. I know. I'm enthused. I'm stoked now. Let's go. Yeah, let's get at it. Um, let's do this. <laughs> uh, so thank you for coming on. Um, been a short week yeah short week we did a monday episode. yeah we did right? a monday episode so i feel like i just saw you yesterday yeah, it's too much i actually did just yeah we well, yeah yeah i did just see you yesterday <laughs> um we see each other too much sometimes it can, it can never be enough um but as a result we are the best best friends so yeah. <laughs> and this is our podcast in the world it's true yeah it's true um so uh charlie you're a a beer advocate um your Instagram. Yeah. yeah, you got a pretty decent size following on Instagram. Um, so, I mean, you know, what, what got you into craft beer? Yeah. What was the start? Yeah. Um, so I've been a bartender for almost six years now and, uh, most of my bartending happened in Orlando, Florida. And at that time I was starting to be more involved when liquor and beer reps came in to sell products to the actual bars. Um, and a lot more craft breweries started coming into the bars and being like, Hey, taste this product. See if you would be able to sell it to uh, guests that come in. And, um, so I started to find myself getting super excited when 
the brewers and reps would come in with this new beer. And I'd be like, Oh my God, what do they have for me today? And, um, I had always been one of those people that was like, Oh beer. No, I don't drink that. Like going, you know, from the beginning, (laughs) (laughs) the beginning of my drinking, my drinking years. Um, I had always been like, no, I'm not a huge fan of beer. I don't drink beer. Um, were you like a, were you like a whiskey girl? No, no, you were one of those girls. um, no, my mom is actually from uh, Island St. Croix. It's in uh, USVI. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and we have cruise and rum there. And that's kind of like how I was introduced to okay. the drinking world was rum. Raised uh, on the starting rum. from there, which is usually, you know, you don't hear that too often. People saying rum is their drink of choice, but it still is my, my liquor of choice other than Jameson now. Um, but yeah, so I just kept drinking it and, and trying it. And I think it was actually Cricket Can Brewing in Winter Garden, Florida, brought in their Hefeweizen. And I was like, what is this? And I think a lot of people have said that Hefeweizens have been their transition from, you know, non-craft beer into the craft beer world. And oh, I yeah. just kind of fell that, in love. Actually. That's actually really? a style of beer. I've never heard of people being like, that was my intro yeah. to craft beer. Really? That's too funny. A lot of people who I speak to, I'll say like, yeah, I try to have Hefeweizen. Well, guess, like, oh my God, me too. Yeah. I guess you get like, um, what was it? Um, what's the big Hefeweizen? It's uh Hill garden. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hill garden's like, that's true. I guess. Yeah. When I was a bar back, back in college, um, yeah. Hogarden was so popular yeah. with like, especially with young, like just starting to turn 21 yeah. and they were like, I don't know what craft beer I'd like. And, all the bartenders are like, oh, try a Hogarden. And then what yeah. I think it was like grenadine in there or something. You call it no. like Frambois. Frambois. I called yeah. it the dirty hoe. Yep. That was my, my, <laughs> I've never heard that before. Really? My, that was my, uh, my wife, my, my then girlfriend, now wife, that when we first started dating, that was her drink of choice was the dirty hoes. Wow. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like a half wow. and half with, uh, with Hogarden and Frambois. It's a yeah. black and tan for someone who just wants to dance. Oh tonight. yeah. Oh yeah. It's a black and tan for someone who's out in leggings and Uggs. Oh man. Wow. Well, oh, man. I never heard that one, but now I have it. I have it in my vocabulary. Yep, it's in I your repertoire. I can, I can add it on with the list of like, you know, blue mother effer and mm-hmm. long Island iced tea. It goes in the same category, I think. So I have an Orlando bartending related question here. Have you ever mm-hmm. served a drink to someone who looked like they could have possibly been Aladdin at Disney world where you're like, <laughs> What do, what do you do for a living? And you're, you're looking at him kind of looks like he might have a monkey at Disney world. You know, what's funny is I haven't served too many cast members or too many people that work at Disney or, um, anything like that. But a lot of my friends that are bartenders in the Orlando scene do also work at Disney. I know they have um, to like kind of keep, you know, keep it a secret and everything, but at the same yes. time, they always, they have to groom themselves to look like these characters. So yeah. if I just saw like street clothes, I, Aladdin walk in, I'd be like, I might be, um, I might be incorrect by saying this. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt, but, um, I believe they have to say like, if they are that character, when they're outside of that character, they have to say, I'm a friend of so-and-so. Yeah. That's what they have to do. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard it. Uh, I've heard that too. So you can't get them like, like a cop. Like you ask him if they're, if you, if I ask you, if you're a cop, you have to tell me you're a cop. Yeah, exactly. If I ask you if you're lead and you have to tell me if you're lead. Do you ever just want to be like, you know, they're like, what kind of craft beer do you recommend? We're like, well, I can show you the world. (laughs) (laughs) One of my, um, one of my good friends who is a bartender and I, I can't remember exactly what, 
role he did at Disney, but I know that his girlfriend was uh, a friend of Belle and a oh, friend okay. of Ariel. And, oh, wow. Um, oh. Yeah. That's she a lot of wig changes gorgeous, there. But she could kind of like switch off between those those couple of characters. And they would and go it out. It was really cool. They would go out and they'd be like, hey, Charlie, we're going out drinking. Would you mind being our guest? Oh, oh absolutely. Oh, oh, we're going Disney heavy on this one. And I, I, <laughs> I had to. As soon as in Orlando, so I was y'all like. Y'all get started. <laughs> and there's no stopping me. Um. So, uh, do you want to, we're going, we're going with a two beer episode. So it's you want to yeah. dive right in? Yeah, let's do the first one. All right. So, um, we are going to do two beers. Uh, Dan's going to tell you about the first one in just a second here. Um, but I need to tell you about our untapped page. Oh uh, yeah. 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 So while he's doing that here, uh, we did choose two beers from a local brewery that is, I, I would say near and dear to our hearts, Tom. Yeah. This, this place has, uh, has captured physically near, physically near also dear to our hearts, and also yeah. emotionally dear to our yeah. hearts. Uh, this was a, I, I wouldn't say a relatively new brewery. They've been around for a little while, but we just recently with the pandemic and the ease of delivery and pickup options for craft beer, just discovered this place. And I mean, I've, I've fallen in love with every single beer yeah. I've had from them. I haven't yeah. had a bad beer yet. So let's, let's, uh, let's get into our untapped and then we can talk a little bit more about the brewery. Sounds good. Um, so you can follow us on untapped. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with the one, what untapped is, it's a social media app for beer. Um, it's, uh, you know, anything from macro or nano or homebrew up to macro. Did I say macro? Already? You said macro. Already. I meant micro. micro. Um, micro. whatever. I've done this way too many times. It's just <laughs> kind of vomits out of my mouth. I'm going to hold cue cards up for it yeah. next time. Anyway. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an awesome and horrible place to go. I would um, say awesomely horrible at the same time. Yeah, too. I would say, uh, yeah, I could agree to that. Um, and uh you can follow us on untapped at best best friends pod that's at best best friends p-o-d uh and just so you know charlie that was the band p-o-d and you will be hearing quite a bit of them to this evening yeah every time we have to spell our handle uh we always thought about p-o-d but then we decided hey why don't we play p-o-d when we spell it why not um charlie do you have a your uh, your untapped is the same handle as your Instagram, correct? It is. I would say it is hops underscore and underscore Charlie. Um, I I am the worst about being active on Untapped. I I'm have not fallen even off lie. so hard um, too. <laughs> but I do I do go and look at other people's Untapped reviews of beers. So which is probably know, the worst thing out, that you I'm could do. Something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I use it as like my little black book, but I have been yeah. falling off. Like I've been taking pictures of my beers just to like catalog them because I'm like one day I'll sit and I'll load them into untapped. So and that I day look, never happens. Does it, it never happens. <laughs> I think um, my first couple weeks of starting Instagram, I remember somebody messaged me and they were like, if you're going to do this, you need to start an untapped. And I was like, okay, yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll go start one right now. And I was pretty good about it for a good four weeks. <laughs> and then it just yeah that usually happens <laughs> trickled down. I tried to get real hype on it when we started the podcast. I'm like, I'm just gonna beef up my like status on there, just get as many beers as possible. Yeah, and I just I, like with trying to manage ours and mine, I'm like I'm falling off on ours too. I have to start putting them in there. 
They just. I apologize in. for anyone who is following <laughs> us on our Untapped. I swear, I'm going to start putting all the beers on there eventually. It's there. It you can you can just like binge our page because they come in spurts. Oh yeah, I yeah. I'll nice. just I'll just say it's like it's like binge drinking on the yeah. weekends. I just load everything in there. Yeah, you don't do anything for four weeks and then you load 15 beers on. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right, so let's. Uh, he fell off the wagon again. Yep. Let's get it. Let's <laughs> let's get these glasses and these beers. Um. Dan, tell us what we're drinking for our first beer. All right. So this brewery near and dear to our hearts is Rebel Hill Brewing Company. Uh, the first beer we're doing is North Star, which is um, they have it categorized as an American IPA, which uh, technically it is. It's a New England IPA, six uh, percent IPA brewed with assertive amounts of wheat and dry hopped on Galaxy and Vic Secret. Fermented, warm, and allowed to free rise on, and guess what? I actually looked up the pronunciation of this, Kavik yeast. Oh, but you didn't look up the pronunciation of the word pronunciation, huh, Dan? Pronunciation. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, notes oh, of pineapple. The irony is palpable. Lemon, lime, and pine. Uh, 6% alcohol by volume. Average rating of this beer is a 3.93 on untapped. Uh-oh. Hold on. We lost Charlie for a second. Oh, we got a poor connection. Wait, we should have some hold music for that. Be like, oh, we got her. All right. She's back. Lost it for like a second. Hope you didn't lose us. Sorry. I was, I I froze. (laughs) Uh, It's all good. But yeah, so uh, we've got the uh, North Star is going to be the first one. Uh, I was really excited when we got this beer first. So Dan, I was, I was too busy making fun of your pronunciation of pronunciation. Um, Pronunciation. how How do you pronounce this word? It's Kavik. Kavik. Oh, I was saying Kavik. Yeah, I know. I always wanted to be like Kavik. I make like I make a weird facial expression every time I tried to pronounce it previously. (laughs) So as we sat down and I opened up my iPad, I looked up the pronunciation. Okay. You like that again? Yes, I did. Did you hear it? Like say the word? Did you type it into Google or however you did it? No, I actually looked up, um, you know, how they can like in the dictionary, they spell it out and how it's supposed to be pronounced pronounced okay because i saw there was a there's a brewery in orlando that had one and it was i i'm almost 90 percent sure it would have been the same thing but it was i can ride my kvike with no handlebars so Ah. i was like is it kvike or kvike but if it was kvike with no handlebars that's just it's funny but i must have been pronouncing Ah. it wrong that's a that's a very witty name yeah i like that yeah i like that yeah that's a good one all right, so let's, uh, let's, let's crack, crack these. Are you let's all set, Charlie? I'm I'm ready. All right, awesome. let's do these. Uh, one, two, three. There we go. Um, A good aroma right out of the can. Yeah, I'm really excited about this beer. And did we talk about glassware? What we're drinking out of? No, we didn't. We are, uh, because we are, I guess, Pennsylvania ambassadors on this episode, we decided to go with our uh, Pennsylvania pint glasses. And honestly, you can't go wrong with a pint glass. It's just like the the all-around beer glass. Like, you, you you can pour anything into it. It's going to taste fine. Um, mm-hmm. We are quite we are quite the sticklers for glassware. Yeah, we've been uh, we've been going hard in the paint with the uh, pandemic and collecting glassware. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> we mentioned we talked about it last uh, last episode with Josh that um, you know proper glassware is a big part of drinking craft beer. It is. No, you want to uh, you want to get the proper glassware to get the aromas. Uh, you want to uh, you want to look good doing it too. Right. I always. <laughs> yeah, so. I agree. All right. So it smells so good. Ready? 
I do love the smell of it. I was just smelling it straight out of the can while, you know, this was kind of settling. Yeah, that's why I've been kind of just giving it like a couple little pours here as I go. Let's it's got it good head retention on it. Yeah, so this is this is a beer that is photogenic too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're looking at you're looking at how it, it rises is. over there. Like I just sit there and I play with the uh, the foam and just let it rise like a little volcano, like a volcano, like in elementary school. I do think that's really nice uh, quality about it, especially for picture taking. Like you said, it's photogenic. It would last for a minute, so you could get a nice picture with yeah. it. <laughs> All right. Awesome. All right. Ready? Cheers there, yeah. sir. Ben, Charlie, Cheers. Cheers. I wanted a faux mustache so bad on that first. Oh, you got it. Yep. I'm so jealous. I was like, I, I hope this sticks on what little facial hair I have. I'm going to get another one here. <laughs> Here's a good one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so jealous. That is fantastic. I really enjoy that. Yeah, this beer um is a yeasty boy, I would say. It's got I think that. I'd have to agree with you on that. I don't I've never had the Vic Secret hop before, but Galaxy is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I've only heard about it through uh, Tired Hands up here had a Vic Secret um, mm. milkshake IPA and I was curious about that and I don't know I've liked the I told you before we bought this beer what um, after our episode at Odd Logic when we did that live show yeah and we stopped and this one I'm, the Kavik or Kavike mm-hmm. Kavike. <laughs> yeast on the on just like reading the description i'm like yeah i, I really want to get that i just want to try it it's i've never had it before only in that saison did we have it mm-hmm. so i never had the ipa with it <clears throat> so it's got a good body to it nice full very, body very full body um great head retention um i'm getting uh up front i'm getting more not so much the pineapple or the lemon and the lime. And if I do, if I'm getting any of the lemon and the lime, it's kind of like the rind of it. Yeah. Um, which is nice because it's given that bitterness to it. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, I'm thinking more from what I'm getting on my palate is more of a, a grapefruit flavor. Yeah, bitter. yeah. And it's definitely rolling off to that pine, mm-hmm. that nice pine flavor that you expect from a, an IPA. Yeah, See, it doesn't finish pine. too sweet. I think, yeah, I think it's a nice pine. Like it's not a it's not a um, abrasive pine, and mm-hmm. I think that's what I enjoy about the Vic Secret hops. Every time I have it, it's definitely more of a mellow hop profile. It's probably mellowing um, it's not out really that galaxy. Attack you. Yeah. yeah, um, it's definitely then that full bodiness comes from the the kavike kavik allowing it to rise on that kavik kavik kavike. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is, I think it's fantastic. Um, yeah, this was one of my favorites when I got it and it actually, we got on the conversation when we, uh, went to rebel Hill that we've, we've done them before on the podcast. We did one of their kettle sours. And ever since then, I've, I've kind of been a fanboy for rebel Hill. I'm wearing one of their t-shirts right now. So, uh, and you don't wear the t-shirt <laughs> of the band you're going to see, Dan. <laughs> I had to. I'm like, you know what? From where I'm sitting, got a good vantage point. It's like right here. So um, I, I had to. And during the pandemic, I got a lot of delivery from them because they had they were like 
10 minutes down the road for me. They had a really good, uh, they had a good delivery area, mm-hmm. but I happened to be pretty close. So all of my orders were usually fulfilled within the first hour of ordering and oh. they were so nice. Yeah, oh, like yeah. The guy who showed up every time, like the one time I put in the special instructions, I was like, yo, can you guys drop off some stickers? That'd be awesome. And they just like threw like a smattering of stickers in the bag <laughs> with it. And I was like, oh, thanks guys. <laughs> and the dude's like out back. He's like, have a good one, man. <laughs> That's um, so sweet. So, um, the we I think we talked about it on our episode um, that we did Rebel Hill before, but they kind of fall into the uh, the air uh, the arena of um, we never really tried them because they they have a very nice building and but it's, it's in like a strip mall, so it just uh, it, yeah, like a storefront area. It's not I wouldn't really describe it as a strip mall. Um, there's a California tortilla in that strip mall. <laughs> um, Cal tort is awesome. Um, burrito joint. It's pretty good. You don't have Cal torts down in Florida. I've, I've never heard of California tortilla. No. Oh my God. Well, there's not a lot of them. I mean, no, I've is only that like been a to Northeast one in, thing. Yeah. I've been to like Pittsburgh one. I've been to a Philadelphia one and then one. Yeah. The They're like the most American burritos ever. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's so, yeah, it's, Anyway, it's bad, but anyway, yeah, yeah we, I digress. we digress. Uh, burritos make us digress. I was like, you want to talk about burritos now? Is this the new podcast where we do burritos? Yeah, uh, I don't want to go into it. Um, so they have a they're on the corner of uh, this storefront area and it's a very nice looking building. And honestly, in my opinion, when I see those buildings for a craft beer place, I'm like, oh, this isn't going to be good. It's just going to be. You know, it's going to be a very run of the mill uh, cater to the populace kind of brewery where it's like, you know, you're going to have your standard. You're going to have your standard beers that the general population wants. Maybe they'll have like three of their beers and then just like, you know, six domestics. They're there just to cater to those people. But I don't judge a book by its cover. And to be fair, I think you stopped in there before and had a beer at the bar when they first like when they first opened. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, I mean, to be honest, like almost every new like brewery, when you stop in you have that like flagship ipa you're getting like a west coast or an american ipa and you know they tried their best to get it ready in time for the opening and you know it was okay i just it was like okay decent beer and but i wasn't like this beer sucks i'll never come back but i again i wasn't like oh i can't wait to come back here and try more i didn't start like looking into it more until a friend of mine started working there and just seeing like start following them their posts i'm like oh they've they've got a they've got a dossier right here i can't wait to try some of these and honestly i haven't had a bad one from them yeah every single beer we've had is i mean in my untapped ratings have been well over a four for me yeah every time yeah um charlie give us your thoughts on on the beer um so you were saying actually that you weren't getting too much of the pineapple coming off of it and i think it might be because earlier I did do a cocktail that had some pineapple juice in it. Then I still have maybe that profile. Wow, but did a little pregame I, action. Sorry. Did a little pregame action. A little pregame action. Um, yeah. And I think uh, the pineapple is actually to me, what's giving it that nice sweetness. That's balancing it out. Um, I'm getting a lot of pineapple. Um, other than that, I mean, I think everything that you guys said where it's a nice full body beer, I think this is exactly what I've been needing. Um, I've been trying a couple of IPAs lately that just to me kind of fell a little bit flat. 
they were just a little bit weaker. I could have had a little bit more come out of them. You know, when you drink a beer, you sit down and you drink and you're like, it's good, but it's like, it could be better. Yes. Um, I think this is honestly kind of what I've been craving lately. Yeah. Just a nice full bodied, um, a little bit heavier beer. It's got, I loved the head on it. I thought it was fantastic. Um, and I really do like the flavors in it. I didn't necessarily grab the lemon and the lime though. Yeah, um, if, if I'm getting, like I said, if I'm getting it, it's, it's an appeal. It's like lemon peel okay. or lime peel. So, you know, yeah. it's going to give you a completely like different a bitter, flavor. Yeah, it's yeah. like a bitterness to it. And I mean, that could also be the galaxy hops in there yeah. too. Just adding like a nice bitter it kind could. of intro to it. And I agree with what you were saying about, you know, a lot of IPAs, especially new England IPAs have been kind of just, they've been falling flat for me. Like almost yeah. every single one has just been like, okay, I get it. Yeah. It's new England. It's new England. Yeah. When I had this one, it was almost like a game changer for me where I was like, Oh, this is what I've been waiting for. Something think, yeah. with the bitterness and like that right now. you give it a classic IPA almost finish to it because it's sitting on my palate, like that bitter pine mm-hmm. kind of taste to it. And it's giving me all those old school IPA feels at the yeah, end, absolutely. but still giving I me think- the full body of a new England. I think that's why I enjoy it though, is because it is lingering, but in such a nice way. Yes. It's not one of those ones that's making me kind of pucker at the end where I'm like, Ooh, oh, that, that tastes like a little too skunky or that tastes a little bit too piney or anything like that. That's, it's just a very, I, I would really enjoy more of this. Honestly, I would keep drinking this and on only 6%, I feel like you could. Yeah. Like, that, I was really surprised by the 6%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, for me, we, we talked about it last episode where I'm just, I'm burnt out on, on like doubles and Imperials, um, and you know, the milkshakes and all that. Like I know Dan it's in there. It heard me. Um, uh, I'm just, I'm burnt out <laughs> on it. It's like every brewery does it. Uh, you know, it's, there's nothing exciting about them anymore. And this is just a nice change of pace, single IPA, New England style. They've had a couple like that too that have been just Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I think it's fantastic that it is a single IPA. And we were talking yesterday about the Imperial, um, you were talking about an Imperial Pilsner, right? Yes. Um, the nail and, polish. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and the nail polish. It was like nail polish remover. It? Oh, it was like it nail was polish like, remover. It, it tasted like. Trust me, as somebody who has has personally eaten nail polish remover on multiple occasions, just from you know doing my nails and then eating something, and that's all you can taste for the next three hours. Ugh. It's not a fun feeling. No, and we what I, the way I described it was, it was a pilsner that had uh, like a, a a plastic bottle vodka dumped in it, like a like a, a Nikolai. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. (laughs) It wasn't. (laughs) No, it was not. It wasn't. This is, I agree with you. We all did not like it. (laughs) This is one that I could keep drinking. And because it doesn't give me any sort of chest burn, it doesn't really have a booziness to it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's it's I, nice. It's light. It's refreshing. It's light for yes. how thick mm-hmm. it looks too. Yeah, like it's honestly, got a full body, but it's like still just refreshing. For sure, a hazy boy. Yeah, this I is think, a true hazy. You boy. You know, this one is. I could clearly drink this in the summer. I could drink this during the day. Like this doesn't have to be one that I reserve to being inside and being in a in a cool climate. Um, but honestly, I think this one would be fantastic for fall too. Like pairing it with yeah. a nice fall I think it's, yeah, meal. I, it completely would be agree. Great. But and it's yeah. just it's just like it's that. It's the New England style that made me get into IPAs. This is the kind it's it's just enough juice to where it's not overly juicy, but yes. It's it's bitter 
but in a good citrusy bitter kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's, you know, it, it's definitely something that, that all the hate that I've been given IPAs the past couple weeks. It's, it's a like, redemption, right? Yeah, here. it's definitely a redemption. It's a redemption this way. It's a redemption that we sent out PA beers to somebody and they weren't gross. Yeah, thank God. I mean, cheers, man. Hey, we did it. <laughs> Finally. But they were, they came, they, no. they didn't go, they didn't get there boiling hot and they didn't taste like nail polish remover. So, hey, score. No, score, yeah. These, I'm excited for the second one, but Are this we batting one, I think, was a fantastic start. <laughs> no. Um, I can't really think of anything that I dislike about this beer. Awesome. I mean, if I'm being honest, I can't really think of anything that I would change or, or do differently. I like it I so much. I think I it's a very it solid for beer. this podcast. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, ratings? Yeah, let's do some right. ratings. So, um, Charlie, you're familiar with untapped Mm -hmm. so we're gonna do uh we're gonna we always rate our beers and we go off the untapped scale uh and like i said you can follow us on untapped at best best friends pod that's at best best friends pod was not lying about that when i said you're gonna hear a lot of pod charlie so buckle no and it's it's funny because wait you guys are going to get upset with me. Please don't get upset with me. POD. Mm-hmm. Is that, that's the name or what does it stand for? Oh, I don't. Payable like, on death is the name of the band or is that, that, is that yeah, what POD is? stands for payable on death. Yeah. Dude, I was a new metal kid when I was yeah, little. I know. Oh, really? okay. <laughs> yeah, we all know. know so far, we the, the, both of the songs you played, I mean, trees. I know they're very popular songs, but I'm like, okay, wait, I know both of these songs. Like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not falling behind. I know what they're playing right now. All right. We'll get into some deep cuts later and you can tell us if you know the songs. <laughs> Oh gosh! Yeah, we got if some B sides. If it's any more metal than that, you're going to be disappointed in me. Trust me. <laughs> All right. So um, we always uh, we we defer to the guests. Uh, so out of uh, out of five, what would you what would you rate this? I mean, I would. I mean, I would probably give it a four point five on Untapped. I okay. would go. Yeah. Like your style. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, if it was me on my untapped, I'd be like five. <laughs> okay. Just because, just because I like it. She's so I nice and positive. She's just throwing fives out there. to everybody here. <laughs> no, oh, I mean, I, it, it takes a lot for me to be mean to a brewery on untapped. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to give anybody <laughs> below a three. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, we've, we've, this is where we differ. <laughs> yeah. We've had, we've had a couple, but we, we try to be as positive as we can on this podcast. We like to promote the local craft beers and everything. So we try to pick good beers for this, but sometimes we do not choose wisely. Oh, sometimes, I mean, sometimes you just get hit with the bad ones, but even then I'm like, I have to, one, I have to finish it. Like mama didn't raise no bitch, neither did daddy. Um, but two, <laughs> <I love> it. <laughs> two, I'm like, I can't like, I can't be mean to somebody that did, did that put in hard work on this, but it is, it, it might not be that great. No, at 4.5 is a great rating for this. It's kind of, I, I was teetering between that and my, um, my highest rating I bestow upon the new England, which is the four, seven, five, four, seven, five. Oh, okay. I had maybe like one that I almost would consider a five for a uh, new England, but they usually sit at a four, seven, five for me. I think, I think I'm going to go with a four, seven, five on this. I like this beer. It was a redemption beer for me mm-hmm. um, because I've, like I said, we've been burned out on the new Englands. They've all had this just 
not bitter, like vanilla. Super to them. juicy. It's super juicy, which is nice at the beginning. But mm. like when they're finishing on those vanilla beans and it just kills the like hop profile at the end. Like, mm-hmm. I want to I want to taste the hops and I want to enjoy that. I don't want like I don't want to be too upfront on the hops. I know that, like a lot of them are they're adding the hops late. And this one was a type of beer where they did dry hop it. So the hops were added late in it. But it mm-hmm. just you get the hops throughout the entire um, sip. Yeah. Which I like about yeah, it. I agree. Cool. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go four. Okay. Um, I really enjoy it. Um, I think it, it, I think it's very good. Flavors are there. Um, I, I mean, if I'm going off the description, I out of that I got the pine. Um, it's a it's a good classic uh, New England IPA. Uh, I would say it's it's above above average. I would say it's good. Um, it's not blowing me away. Like, uh, you know, to where I would say, um, you know, I'm going to go four or five and above. Um, I would, I would buy it again. I would say four. Yeah. Yeah. No, four is a good rating. I, like I said, I think the fact that I've just been burned out on a lot of Uh bad ones lately Uh that may have affected my rating. So, but that's still, I'm rating it based on the type of beer Uh I've had just, it's been just kind of like falling flat on. Well, our last episode with proper Josh also rejuvenated my, my love of being critical. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> being the harshest critical critic possible. Yeah. Um, which I, it's really easy to be outdone on, uh, untapped because there are some just not, oh, we'll, we'll There's call some them trolls on there. Well, let's say we'll call them jits. Oh yeah, we'll call them jits. There are some jits on there. Yeah, <laughs> that just have a lot of opinions. And quite frankly, sometimes these opinions come from from nowhere. I love the people that are like, I hate sour, so I picked this sour at this brewery, One. and it was awful. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Like, wait a second, you just said you didn't like sours. Have you fo- uh, followed Untabbed WTF on uh, Instagram yet? Oh man, I don't think I have, but I'm pretty sure I've seen it. And then Albie, Miami Beer Brigade, like he talks about it um, a little bit because he he does do untapped. Like it's it's exactly what you just said. Like somebody rating a sour, saying I don't like sours, and this sour was terrible. It's then why are you rating it? And why are you buying it? Why are you drinking it? They make fun of the glassware too, which is great. Yeah, so like the proper, proper vaseware. So like there used to be the hashtag proper glassware. Now they do the proper vaseware because everyone's just pouring their beer into a flower vase and just calling it a glass. And it's uh, the, the hashtag proper vaseware. If you've got some time on Instagram, just go through it and give yourself a good. Oh, laugh. I'm gonna, fall into that rabbit hole. Like glass where like I think um, I've gotten in this conversation before and I think glassware is incredibly important and I love it but um, and I I have a collection and uh, because of the pandemic I've had to come back to Jacksonville I mean you guys heard me earlier talking to my mom about grabbing me a glass (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, and they've broken probably about half of my my glassware collection since moving (sighs) back home um, so but I just, yeah. I know like at the beginning when I first started my page one, I had no idea about glassware and two, um, I just couldn't really afford it, you know, broke college kid bartending my way through school. And it was kind of one of those things where I was like, I just want to enjoy the beer. And I think that's one of the cool parts about it too, is that, you know, even if you can't pour it into the proper glassware, you still can get so much of it just from True. drinking it straight out of the mm-hmm. glass or pulling, pouring it into, you know, a, a, 
a regular pint glass and, and enjoy it, it into that a way. vase. I don't, you know, yeah. Yeah. or pour like, it into your bowl. Remember when the bowl was a thing? <laughs> yeah. So there's, yeah, the guy who does those like bulb, like the looking, pretentious, yeah, pretentious, it's, it's pretentious it pre- glass. Yeah. Is that it or is it uh, the one? Yeah. Juan Travolta. It's uh, Juan Travolta and uh, Pretentious Glass. They do this. It's a bulb or something at, yeah. at the top. Like literally the top of it's about this big that you sip out of. But it's like it's shaped like a goldfish bowl. Yeah. Uh, Tavor, <laughs> Tavor loves posting those on their, their beer posts. Oh, yeah. They they love that. But they really? love that bowl yeah. glass. And no, it's true. I mean, especially as a bartender, you got to you got to get those reps to give you those like uh, promo glasses yeah. when they come in. Just be like, hey, uh, I see you got some promo glasses. There. Or, or as a I remember getting those all the time. Yeah. Yeah really use when a beer has a higher ABV at the bar only because you cannot stack them. So yeah. like behind the bar, they just, they will break the pint glasses stack so easily. So you can mm-hmm. stack them and store them and all that stuff, which is why I always say like when you go to a, if you're going to a dive bar, if you're going to, you know, a restaurant bar or whatever, like get your glass and grab a napkin and kind of like clean it as much as you can. Because honestly, like the going through the dish pit and going through all that stuff, it's just not going to be beer clean most of the time it's not gonna be well, deer, deer just, clean unless they have the three system that's just yeah. strengthening strengthening our immune systems there you go you got there it you go. yeah <laughs> had a little minor stroke there it's all right though um or you could just be like me and this will probably be offensive to you as a bartender but fucking steal them <laughs> just put them in. Just put them in your hoodie no. or your jacket and walk out. I've got a section of my glass don't collection me. that don't is. Tell my boss uh, for legal reasons that was a joke. Um, yes. we, we talk allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. I've got a section of my like glass collection that's ones I've taken. I have a Stella, oh, Stella sure. Artois glass up there that was from a bar in Sea Isle. Allegedly, allegedly. Oh, I allegedly. was there. Yeah. Didn't we both? I think I have a Stella glass. Yeah, and our buddy Steve has one too. Oh yeah. Um, I have a Bass New um, a Bass English. And the Bass Ale glass from a bar. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of them from the bars that I worked at. Um, but not, not the ones you currently work at. Said, Babe, I just stole a glass yesterday. Like it's, mm-hmm. it happens. Okay. It just, <laughs> the glass is nice. Especially if the glass we has like your bar's <laughs> name on it, you want them yeah, to take that. Absolutely. I can't tell you how many, like, they're in the, like, the bottom shelf, like in the drawer. I have ones that I've taken from bars that have the bar's name on it and everything. Yeah. I just have them out as for like hosting and like when I have parties, I just put them out right. for them. Um, I was out with my, my brother and his friends, uh, one night and they were stealing the, uh, you know, like the big, they're like the almost like the neat glasses yes. um, you put that you pour shots in. They're like the heavy shot glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, they were stealing so many of those. Those ones go missing like nobody's business. They stole those s- in mule glasses. Like, do we yeah. need to put like theft protection stickers? Oh, yeah. Especially on the mule glasses. Um, but they stole so many of those those heavy shot glasses that in the middle of the, the evening, they had to switch over to plastic shot glasses. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, come on, guys. Come. That is awful. The bar was like, I'm sorry, guys, but for some reason, we just, we don't have any of these glasses. <laughs> As their whole, their coats and their jackets were just clanking. Right, they're heavy. They're <laughs> walking out. It's just clanking. Jangling out of there. Yeah. Straps no, are snapping. I will say, I've like never a wind taken chime. them from a brewery. I've always bought the glasses from breweries. From the breweries? Um, of course, a hundred percent. Buy them from the breweries. Um, Chili's though is a different story. No, <laughs> <laughs> Chili's is a different story. That's a 
you go in, you go in there, you um, you hold your life dear to you, and you oh, take yeah. those glasses. Yeah, <laughs> they throw out like a Miller High Life glass yeah, or like a Bud a Bud Heavy branded it. glass. Sometimes they throw out like a craft glass, and I'm like, all right, I'm taking that. <laughs> <laughs> a craft, yeah. you know, it's like a Sam Adams. Yeah, no, I've actually, I think it was it had to be like Applebee's or something, and they were like doing the local craft, and I guess the brewery gave a couple glasses. I got a, I think it was. I think it was Lord Hobo, which oh, is like a brewery around yeah. us. Oh, that's a mass. Yeah, that's mass. a nice one. Yeah. So I found Lord Hobo at this. That's great. Applebee's. And I went, I'm taking this glass. <laughs> <laughs> and like my wife didn't have like a nice purse. So this was like straight pocket. Like I just had to walk out nice enough to like they just couldn't notice it. <laughs> I think that's you the, could- the best part about being um, a girl is that I can't. I figured out so many ways, so many places to put things. You know, your purse is one. <laughs> yeah. OK. Going into the, going into I, was the like, <laughs> I was like, where's this uh, podcast going? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like in a place like Applebee's, you could be like, hey, guys, taking this glass. And they'd be yeah. like, uh, all right, whatever. <laughs> We're not getting paid enough to I chase think, after you. Being good in the neighborhood. <laughs> enough places, not like Applebee's necessarily, but that would just eventually you get to the point where you're just like, whatever. <laughs> So we we digress from. Uh, I know we really yeah. got hard All of Applebee's. This, yeah. again, this whole past conversation for legal reasons is a joke. Allegedly, yes, allegedly, um, none of it happened. She doesn't have any glasses from her current employment. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, nope. I, I've been told that you know if you say if you say allegedly, you're safe. Yeah, by the law. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's by it, law. Yeah, by law, you're it's, safe. Uh, yeah, it's it's not admissible in a court of no, law. No, not at all. Um, so. I have a very important announcement to make. Tom, what is this announcement? Yeah, I've been mulling this over for a little while. And um, um, with a, a certain somebody um, throwing his hat into the ring, um, I'm going to announce that I, Tom K, I'll throw out my name. Yeah, go ahead. I don't throw it out very often on the podcast, but Tom K is announcing the presidency of the United States of America. Wow. Yeah. Everybody. No way. I am running for president of the United States of America. I'm running under the platform of that's, that's I huge. couldn't possibly be worse than any of the other candidates. Yeah. It's not possible. <laughs> I have all my mental facilities. Um, You've had better. Yeah. My, but you can't have worse. My, Tom K. my, my, my <laughs> you've had the worst. Now try the mediocreist. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I'm, my brain is not mush like Biden. There you go. Um, I'm anybody but Trump. Um, and Kanye is just melting down. He just had, he was late to the party too. Yeah. He was late to the party, but he actually, he hasn't done any of the paperwork. Isn't that the best part? Yeah. He so he, he, he missed a, it, he but... missed a deadline. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He's a write in now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Please, please don't write him in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on a, this is, this is Tom from the best, best friends podcast in the world. Um, please America. Don't write in Kanye West. This is all a publicity stunt. You're letting them win. He's. It's all put on by that awful family out in California that is controlling his life. Please don't write him in. All right, back to the <laughs> show. Um, I uh, again. So I. I after seeing uh, you know everything that's been going on with the presidential elections, I, I thought you know why not. 
Why not? Why not vote for a guy? I'm young enough. I'm I'm young and hip, and I I, I think I I think I, you're old enough now too. Yeah, 34. 34 yeah. is the cutoff. Um, yep. so uh, or the the start. So the um, start. Yeah, I mean, you know, you had uh, Bill Clinton and Barack Obama were the young, cool, I, and I lapped them in age when they when they ran. I you know I'm young enough. I know what the Twitter is. I know what the Instagrams are. <laughs> I know how to post. I know what hashtags are. He TikToks on occasion. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll throw out a TikTok dance. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Whatever. Um, It's going to be banned soon. And under my platform, <laughs> under my platform, no apps are banned. Unleash hell on the app stores. Oh, all right. China, you want to come in and unleash hell? Allegedly come in. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Oh, that, allegedly okay. they can come in. Okay. Admissible. Yeah. It's not admissible. Oh. Uh, and uh my running mate is going to be a bottle of pilsner oh crispy yeah crispy vp yeah so i trustworthy now here's where i'm i'm going i'm getting the craft beer community also pilsner bottle it's non-binary that's woke as fuck it's true i'm going for the woke votes baby there you go non-binary gender fluid pilsner yep yep it's going to be in a brown bottle just like, just like God intended a nice, no, a, a, no light damage, no, no solar light damage nope, on that a beer. brown pill bottle is what I'm going Ooh, for. I like that. Yes. Oh, I miss the pill bottles. Yes. Oh, like a nice, uh, like a nice Coors banquet beer. Yes. That's America. You know what? And, and I'm going for, let's make America all right again. All right. Yeah. Like yeah let's not- make America all right. I'm not going to shoot for the stars. Yeah, don't shoot for great. Just, yeah, let's make, yeah, let's get back to the baseline. <laughs> Can we just get there first? <laughs> and hey, honestly, guys, have you ever seen me tweet? No, no, Never I don't see you tweet. The, your boy doesn't tweet. In all fairness, Tom, you did start the best, best friends podcast, Twitter. I do, yeah, something it, yeah. I didn't want to start for this. It's, and it's I, really just a conduit for our, okay. for our answer. Just to advertise. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, you're not going to do anything crazy on it, right? Cause you're not going to find me on it. I can't make any promises on that. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. You're supposed to make, you're, you're supposed to make America all right again. Yeah. I'm making, I'm going to make America all right again. Let's get our education system up to mediocre. All right. <laughs> we, ha- we have to, we have to start from scratch folks. I'm under the, like, you know what? Let's not make Mer- America all right again. Let's burn the motherfucker down. God damn it, Tom. Burn everything. <laughs> Tom, I don't know about this. <laughs> burn it Tom, all you, down. You, you lost me. I think you lost Vice President Crispy too. Vice President Crispy has now left the office. Burn them all. <laughs> I feel like Dan's one of those guys like, like, or Tom's one of those guys. Dan goes out and he's like, all right, Tom, like, you know, tonight when we get to the bar, no politics. And he gets to the bar and has one Crispy boy and he's like, burn America to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you were correct on that. I'm not a big political person. <laughs> I'm not a big discussing yeah. political person. Yeah. yeah. You, you do mind that P and Q when you're out in public. No. Like there's things you don't yeah. discuss when you're having a couple of drinks, the politics, religion. So on. I, so I always used to say that at the bar, when people would start, I'd say, you know, alcohol and politics don't mix. Let's just talk no. about the music. Guys. I, oh, <laughs> see, oh yeah. Yeah. See, I go to the bar and I go, why is the music so damn loud? Why are all these kids <laughs> so damn young? Tom, I just want to sit here and be crotchety. <laughs> I'm getting a call from uh, Vice President Crispy Boy. Um, he is uh, he's asking for my support in his running of President of the United States. All right, you know what? Oh, I'm, br- I'm bringing in. I'll bring in a stout. I don't give a shit. <laughs> All right, I'll bring in a stout and a sour. 
Oh. Two vice presidents. You guys are talking about Crispy Boy, and I. <laughs> there's a, a couple, Little Mari and um, Samurai Piggy on Instagram and they both work for a brewery in Miami and they just adopted a dog and named him Crispy Boy. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. That's a great dog name. Name. Well, Crispy Boy. Guess we and get a follow this um, cute little pit mix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to s- send uh send us the handles uh when we get off the podcast. I, I got to follow Crispy Boy here. Yeah. He is he is adorable. They have two dogs. They have Sergeant Pepper and Crispy Boy. And I, I should rename uh, my he dog keeps Crispy saying Boy. that his is Crispy Vice Girl. President Crispy Boy, and I keep seeing this cute little pet. Uh all right. So in closing, burn the motherfucker to the ground. God damn Tom. We're gonna we're gonna rise from the ashes like the Phoenix. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That well, turned around. That turned got around. Got your back, right? Yeah, that turned got around. Back, strong right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, see? Strong ending Had right there. in the first half there. Yeah. See? Yeah. Now, Lost us in the first half. But you, you regained our trust when uh, we started rising up like a Phoenix. Tom and Crispy Boy, 2021. 2020. That's the election date. I know KCB. when it is. Get me on the get me on the debates. I'm gonna run laps around those two old fucks. Literally. Yeah. I mean, their cardio has got to be terrible. Quite literally. Oh, you guys want to see me Spartan kick one of them off the stage? <laughs> That'll happen. That'll happen, folks. That's what I'm guaranteeing to you. I just get to the debate and there's just a bottle of Pilsner sitting on like the podium and they're like, what's the Pilsner doing there? And then all of a sudden they just hear the glass break like (laughs) Stone Cold Steve Austin. (laughs) Let's, you know what? I'm changing my, my platform again. Let's make America TikToky again. TikToky. Yeah. I've been getting some good uh, food recipes off of TikTok. I'm not going to lie. TikTok is really got so many food recipes off TikTok. I, my um, wife do, like does this like you know the stir coffee or whatever it is you know the thing where they like the, uh, the, yeah, the yeah, whipped yeah. coffee. coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap! That stuff is like that, that's so much caffeine. Like I've never had something that opened my eyes so much at work before. She's like, here, <laughs> I made you this whipped coffee. What do you think? I was like, get some more. You look like <laughs> your eyes look like Mr. Burns when he when they thought he was an alien. I was like, you got that whipped coffee, man. <laughs> I got these cheeseburgers <laughs> get the fries that'll make you cry. <laughs> um, I got the cheese that'll buckle your knees. Um, who doesn't love it? Good Terry Cruz reference. Yeah. Um, so there you go. I'm, I'm going after a very specific, uh, part of the, the nation and, uh, and also China infiltrate, uh, this election so I can be president just like Russia did. Um, make America TikToky again. I, I'm Tom and so, Crispy Boy 2020. I'm so upset we that you didn't have put the support of all the newly 18 year olds. In exactly. The I'm so upset you didn't put like the presidential theme music onto the soundboard for this. You know, I thought I'm like sitting there like staring at it when you put this on the when you put this on our discussion. I went, does he have the presidential? You know, see, I don't need a soundboard. I got Michael Winslow over here. I, I, we. Before the episode, I brought up the soundboard and I was like, do I need to add anything? And it was like one of those things, like you leave the house and you're like, am I forgetting something? And then you, you, you drive away and you get 400 miles away and you're like, I left the oven on. <laughs> uh, and now that's where I'm at. I'm like, I should, I meant, I, I need Damn to it, I'm in France and I left my child at the house home alone. <laughs> <laughs> Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh man. Anyway, um, now uh, enough about us. Let's get back to our guest. Uh, she's here for a reason. Um, Charlie, 
what's it like being a woman in the craft beer community? Let's be honest. I thought you were going to be like, what's it like being a woman? And I was like, wow. <laughs> well, it's the only way I've ever known. Um, <laughs> as, as a 35 year old kissless jer- jer- virgin, uh, what's it like? Being- <laughs> um, no, uh, in a uh, predominantly male driven community, what's it like being you're you're a woman and there's you know few of you i mean we i think we've i think we've pretty much covered like the entire woman craft beer community on our instagram yeah a lot of them we're following they're following us but i mean it's you see that it is like predominantly like a male driven initial i would say initially male driven but i am seeing a sharp increase in female craft beer social media just and I, I, you know, and I can get into my thoughts on that a little bit more down the road, but, um, you know, you're, you're our second female guest. We had Leah on, uh, prior yep, a couple of episodes ago. Leah. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, um, give us your thoughts on, you know, or your perspective as being a female in the craft beer community. Um, so, you know, I, as well as being a female, but I'm also, um, a woman of color in this community. I'm a black woman in this community. And, um, I think that kind of comes with a certain amount of responsibility, uh, to make this a place where more women and more women of color can feel comfortable. Um, I think it was recently the owner of boozy craft corner. I don't know if you've ever seen any of her stuff, but she makes super, super cool, uh, craft beer related, um, apparel, um, specifically for people who enjoy that kind of apparel. And, um, she was talking about the fact that like, you know, when she walks into a brewery, oftentimes she kind of gets treated with, you know, sideways glances and like, why is she here? Like, Oh, is she going to order a white claw or wine at the bar? Like, um, you know, stuff like that. Even just, I think at my first beer fest, I went out and I was with a young lady who also does beer Instagram. And this guy walked up and was like, I was at your first stout. And we were both like, what kind of what kind of like intro is that (laughs) he just comes in with that and and she kind of handled it like the badass that she is and she was just like uh no the brewery that i work for actually creates this stout so we knew exactly what we wanted when we ordered it but thank you though like yeah according to my instagram it's my 455th stout but i'll just (laughs) keep walking um so we definitely do get met with a little bit more of a um sometimes with uh, a little bit of um, a condescending tone, I guess is, is the best way to describe that. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Um, and especially, yeah, just being a woman of color in a brewery as well. Sometimes you do get, um, you do get met with some looks. Um, it is, it is a little bit different, not seeing as many people of color inside of a brewery. Um, that's definitely growing. That's changing. Um, I feel like, especially with more black owned breweries and, uh, people of color owned breweries and, and, uh, more inclusive spaces. You've seen more people that look like me going into breweries mm-hmm. and, um, which is fantastic. And I love it. And obviously recently there's been the black is beautiful yeah, collaboration absolutely. and, and the, the ample, um, amplified black voices, um, and all of that. That's been, um, amazing. And I think it's been what the craft beer community has needed for so it's long. It's nice to see yeah. like craft beer, like be advocates for like things like that. Yeah. And, like, it, mm-hmm. and, and I'm, I, you know, hopefully, you know, positives come from the black is beautiful, uh, series that, you know, it might open like people of color's eyes to craft beer because, you know, it's being, you know, 
living so close to, to Philly, it's not like, it's not a thing you see. Like people of color don't typically drink craft beer, you know, no. it, it's just, and that's yeah. what it is. It's, uh, it's, it's kind you know, of felt closed off for yeah. a little while. And now it's kind of being more like, Hey, this is, this beer is for everybody. Right. And especially from a woman's perspective, beer is for everybody. Um, and it was, you know, originally debatable on history, but originally brewed by women and started, and it's like, okay, so let's kind of, we're kind of getting back into that. Um, I think there, there are still some things that go on, like, you know, calling a woman, a female brewer, instead of just saying, Oh, she's a brewer. She's a brewer. Yeah. She's a brewer, you know, or, you know, calling a woman, a female beer tender. This is a female run. It's like, okay, we don't necessarily always have to put that title in front of it. We know she's a woman. She identifies as a woman. She posts herself as a woman. She is clearly a woman that is doing the same job as anybody else. Um, yeah, it's such like an so. old school mentality of like, oh, calling saying she's a female bartender or a beer tender or a female brewer is empowering yeah. the woman. It's you know it, it's not though. It it continues to create it's, that. It's still divisive. It's still divisive. Yeah, yeah. You're still just putting them in a separate area from brewer. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's a brew, all, yeah, yeah. A brewmaster and a female brewmaster. It's they're the same. So it's, it's the same job. Whatever, yeah. Exactly. And yeah, that's especially with like with the black is beautiful thing. And it's bringing up like a lot of these black owned breweries are just like coming out of the woodwork with it too, which is nice. Like I know it started with, yeah. I guess, weathered souls was the, uh, mm-hmm. was the, uh, yeah, out of Houston. Yeah. Out of Houston mm-hmm. that started it. But like having all of these breweries come out and support it is kind of opening the door for a lot of people of color who may not have been into craft beer, but now they're seeing mm-hmm. these breweries do this and they're like, you know, I, maybe I might be interested in craft beer kind of opening a door and it lets them know that they're welcome into that community yeah. too. And yeah, definitely. And I don't know if you've had the black, uh, any iteration of the black is beautiful beers. Um, I haven't yet just because of moving from Orlando back to Jacksonville, mm-hmm. I've still kind of been getting reacquainted with all the breweries that are in Jack's and, uh, trying to, um, find, you know, where I could find it. And I just recently found a couple of breweries where it is sold. So I'm like, Oh great. Nice. As soon as yeah. I can, I'm, I'm going, but it's, it's a great, it's a perfect beer for anyone that's like trying to get into craft beer, especially stouts. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. A, it's a perfect stout to but get it, into. But it's, 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 and it's, it's just, it looks like a good stout. It's like a dessert stout too. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's it, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's rich, it's heavy. Um, you're only going to drink one of them. Yeah. Um, a couple episodes ago, we, we got to try what it, we got other, other halves. Half. Yeah, yeah. Other halves up in New York. They're the ones that originated the all together line. All together. I just yeah. had tacticals all together. Um, so the pine size traveler Brie, who I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. her now fiance is co-owner of tactical brewing in Orlando. And they did the black is beautiful as well as all oh, together. Cool. And, oh, um, nice. both of them, I mean, the black is beautiful is sold out yeah. all together. They're still kind of pushing out and stuff. Oh, and, uh, awesome. Yeah. I, it was delicious. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the, the black is beautiful beautiful is a it's a very delicious beer it's very it's heavy uh high alcohol content but yeah um it's like know, a toasting beer almost yeah like, you know it's a bottle share type beer Everybody oh yeah that's exactly how we had it too, yeah i think we had yeah. six people sharing one bottle yeah we had a it was mm-hmm. like 22 ounce bottle i think and then we poured it amongst yeah like six people yeah. i think yeah, yeah we got we picked up a i picked up a four pack of it for for us in, on a later episode um, yeah so we'll we be doing uh, we're, we're gonna be starting some black is beautiful i think for the next couple episodes yeah we're going to feature one black is beautiful and then another beer from a brewery. Yeah. So that's um, awesome. Um, 
um, but yeah, so like just being a woman in general, it's just, uh, being able to, I think when I first started my page, I had come out of a point in my life and I, I mentioned this the other day on the, the challenge accepted post that I, I created, I, I made and, um, and, you know, support of the women that are fighting against like the Turkish femicides and stuff mm-hmm. happening right now. And I mentioned that I started this page when I was just coming out of a very painful point in my life. And going into it, I think the majority of the people that I followed on the first day were all women. And I was like, this is insane. <laughs> like when I first start, when I first thought of doing this and I first thought like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to start an Instagram page just to document where I've been and what I've been drinking. And I saw so many women that were doing all of it, marketing, um, brewing, being, you know, beer tenders, being beer grunts in, in the actual brew house, you know, cleaning out all of the, the kegs and washing the floors and everything. And I was like, this is so cool. This is a community where I, I don't only see guys. And I was so prepared to only only see men just because that's all I I had seen. Yeah. It's, Um, I mean, it's definitely cool. Like you get to see some of the, like from starting this, this podcast and our podcast page and seeing like, uh, the, the women in, in the craft beer community, yeah, some of them have the loudest voices, like especially down your way, you have it's hoppy and mm -hmm. you have the real beer vixen who are, you know, two of the, the people that are, posting constantly and getting out yeah. there and, you know, sense. Cameron yeah. and Tampa. Um, yeah. I mean, Florida definitely has a, a good, a great community of women and beer. And, um, I think I have found my people and it's, it's fantastic. I found That's the awesome. girls that I, I can go brew hopping with these girls all day long and we can have, um, an exhilarating conversation about what we're drinking and then talk about everything else that's happening. Um, so it's, it's been really, it's been really cool. I just hope that through my page, um, uh, a woman that wants to start her page or wants to, to start drinking beer, or wants to get more into that community can look at me and be like, well, she did it. Like, I want to hang out with her. I want to go have a drink with her. I want to go, uh, I want to go drink some beer with her and, and have a conversation. And that's kind of my, that's kind of my vision for hops and Charlie for sure. That's awesome. very cool. Yeah. Do you guys want to do y'all? We all, yeah. <laughs> do you all want to uh, continue this conversation over our second beer? I would love I would to. Love to. Okay, great. So, um, Dan, uh, tell us about what we're going to drink after I tell you about our Untapped page, which is Untapped. Uh, you can follow us on Untapped at Best Best Friends Pod. That's at Best Best Friends P O D. All right. I uh, love it. Yep. Dan, go ahead and tell us about this next beer. Well, All right. So this next one is from Rebel Hill Brewing Company again. Uh, this one was a recent release. Actually, this was the reason I came back the following weekend to Rebel Hill to get beer for this podcast. Um, this is their uh, flagship um I guess a variation of their flagship milkshake IPA. This is Cosmic Passage with Mango by Rebel Hill Brewing Company. Cosmic Passage. So, <laughs> Passage. Our far out fruited IPA. Uh, they have it here at 7.2%. Uh, brewed with our base cosmic grain bill and milk sugar, then conditioned on delicious mango puree. We later added Madagascar vanilla beans and dry hopped with Citra and Mosaic. Oh, man. I actually you had plans. Speak in my language. <laughs> I had plans to buy this one for my wife, and I ended up enjoying it so much I went back and got it for the podcast. So Okay, but this is like this 
can itself like going from the green into the yellow into the orange that's an absolutely stunning can yeah, yeah um i i tend to label shop sometimes so when i see a nice can i was i had to get it i looked at it see that's where i was going next kind of with being a woman in craft beer is like that that is one of the funnest parts is is going finding a can that is absolutely beautiful and planning an entire picture around it. I think a lot of men are doing it too, but have you seen, there's somebody who, um, odd logic. I I think she may work there. The craft beer artwork. No, she does the thing with her uh, eyeshadow and her eye makeup. She makes oh, yes. it match the the can. Wait, are you talking so about the, the girl in Australia or New Zealand? No, she she gets there's reposted by yeah. Logic. Yeah. And I swear, I thought it was the one who actually worked there, but it may not. But oh. th- this girl gets reposted by Odd Logic in Bristol all the time with their beer. So I don't think it's Australia. So yeah. like she's doing their like all of their beer yeah. cans with her eyeshadow matching their armor. Hmm. There's another well, one. There's, there's another one uh, in Australia that we follow that does the same. We don't deal. follow this girl. That's okay. what I was saying. Like I just happened to see her on a story and it was like matching the can. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. There's um, brews and brushes. She also has a tick a TikTok. <laughs> that she Make does. America um, she TikTok does again. Her stuff is absolutely beautiful. My good friend Lost in the Hops. Her name's Cecilia. She's really sweet. She's been doing a lot of really cool can inspired makeup and um, beauty. And the brews, if I'm saying, I hope I'm saying that correct. Uh, her boyfriend works at Blue Springs Brewing in, in Orlando, and she also works with him. And she also brews, um, but she does insane like full face the makeup. play on words it is- when it comes to like brewery related yeah. handles is just great any of the, all <laughs> yeah. the any beer related stuff, handles yeah. i'm just like yeah. oh that's so it's edgy. a brutal world yeah it's a beautiful yeah. yeah yeah um so um this it might be has charlie if she doesn't already know to do this so um because hers is traveled and it didn't come you know extremely cold um we learned from a Cicerone before with a, with an IPA it, it, mainly it's majority when you would do this is if you had uh, an, an IPA sitting in your fridge for a little bit, uh, roll it on, okay. roll it like so. I don't your, have enough room on this desk. Yeah. Um, so what that does is it all this stuff that settles on the bottom yeah. Um, this is kind of mixing it in where you can crack the beer and it's not going to explode all over your face. There you go. Oh, just rolling it. Hey, except for you just dropped it really hard right there. <laughs> I just watched oh, that. Um, it was on Hulu. I can't remember exactly what the name of it was, but it was a Cicerone documentary of two men that were working towards their master Cicerone hmm. and took the test. And both of them, I think ended up passing. Um, but it was super educational. It was fun to watch. Yeah. We have a Cicerone approved glass right here. The TQ, the TQ glass, which is I'm great waiting for, for mine. Fruit, it's great for fruited sours and fruited IPAs. Yeah. All right. So let's crack these beers. All right. Okay. And three, two, one. So what you're going to notice, it doesn't have a fruit profile when you crack it open. You're not I smelling it right not, not a whole lot of aroma there at all. Mm-mm. So this beer surprised me because I was thinking of just another fruited IPA. Mm-hmm. Uh, jaded as I have been for the last oh, couple of I days. I just got hit with a mango aroma. So... After pouring it, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially in the Tiku, you're gonna, you're really going to get that mango aroma in there. But don't judge a book by its cover. Uh, for a mango beer, 
and I'll cheers you guys and Certainly let you guys a try milkshake. it. Cheers. Yep, slancha. Oh wow. It ends on a very bitter note. And I love that about this beer, especially with a beer that has vanilla in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I was really thinking it was going to end hard on the vanilla. First sip wasn't great for me. All right. You didn't like it? I, I think the second sip was what solidified that I really enjoyed this. First sip, I, I agree. I don't think I got everything that I should have gotten. Huh. I feel like I'm going to lose a toe off, off of this. Sugar. God, yeah. Going to call Wilford Brimley. <laughs> Okay, by the third sip, I actually I enjoy this a lot. First sip, I have to agree though. I was yeah, I wasn't as enthralled as the first one. I'm trying to get a good coating on my palate, so it's not such a harsh shock. I like that. See, I'm getting the citrus and the mosaic on the end, so I am getting it on my palate with that. Oh no, I do I'm getting get some of the vanilla. In the beginning, I'm getting the I'm getting the uh, I'm getting the hop profile just fine. You guys can talk about it. Yeah, I think I I, I agree. I'm getting the hop profile at the end. I'm getting the vanilla. I'm getting the mango um, at the mm, I, I, I would say at the beginning of the set, but I can't say that. I think I have to wait for it to kind of pass all the way through before I get those flavors. And then I do get the mosaic right at the end. I feel like the mosaic's kind of taking over in my opinion. I don't get as much of the citra as I would love. I'm getting the citra um, on the end of my palate, like that real like sharp kind of like orange peel kind of taste. It just kind of sits there for a little bit. I don't know if it's orange peel for me, but I, I do. I do agree that it is sitting there. I do agree that I, I am getting at the very end of this sitting. Um, I do like it. I like it. I would drink this. <clears throat> I don't know if I would rate it. Man, as you did get <laughs> way critical after your proper Josh episode. Look at you. I don't think that the milk sugar is necessary. Hey, it doesn't have to be in there. And honestly, I, like I think it, it we- I think it weighs it down. Um, I think if it wasn't in there, it would be way too, way too bitter. It's I, I think it's too juicy. It, it, the mango, it's just it's too heavy handed for me. It's almost like it, it's like they just dumped like mango juice or it, Pure insta- it, it, well, well, they did. They even put it in the like they put it in their recipe that they did brew it on mango puree. It's just mm-hmm. it's too much. I like I would like a nice subtle even, like the, I think the milk sugar would be fine. Excuse me. If it was just a um, if it was just like a note of of mango, but it is like punching me in the mouth. Yeah. Right at the at the front, right on the sip. You know, after a couple sips, I lose the mango and I start really getting on that Madagascar vanilla and I start getting the vanilla in the front and I'm just tasting that. And then just the hops kind of just sitting on the. I, I love the I love the hops profile because, I mean, it's Citroen. What is it? Citroen Galaxy? Mosaic. Citroen yeah. Mosaic. <clears throat> it's a great it's a great combination. The hop profile. Fine. I like how it finishes because it doesn't finish on vanilla. It doesn't finish on a like I, it finishes fine. It's the. 
it's up front. It's just, uh, it's too much. It's too heavy for me. I, I'm just, yeah. I think, I don't think this needed to be a milkshake stout or a milkshake IPA. Um, I, I think, I think you could have done better than just brewing it over mango puree. I, I feel like that's for me, that's like, I look down at some of the breweries like, like Saucony Creek or, you know, some of the breweries around us that just dump fruit puree yeah. into, into their beer and say, Oh, this is what it's flavored with this. It, you know? It, yeah. But I, they're like upfront with this beer. It's not like they're just, they told you exactly yeah. what you were getting. I, no, I, I'm, I'm yeah. fine with that, but I just don't think it's necessary. Um, it, it, I mean, it's missing the mark for me. And it, it might go back to me just being so jaded on this style of beer now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Even going back and drinking, I, I'm sorry, Ethan, but drinking some of like the, the stick man, uh, flavored store. Yeah. The I don't, store-bots. I don't really, I never dug them to begin with. Like the, the, they were cool gimmicks and like, but the key lime pie one was, was, much better than the the peach cobbler. Second time around, the peach cobbler yeah. was a tough. Drink. I still go to a classic, their classic version of that. Like the fruity well, yeah, ones were. Yeah, I, and I'm I've mentioned it plenty of times on the podcast. I'm just I'm kind of over like the fruited IPAs. It's just if you're going to do it, do it in a subtle way. Yeah, you know, uh, give me like like we did with the Norse. You know, you get give me a, a profile, a hop profile that will lend or and a, and a yeast profile that will lend itself to bring out flavors without dumping in puree. Yeah. You know, uh, and that's just, again, it's personal preference. You know, yeah. it, you, there's, I'm sure plenty of people out there that will go out and buy this beer and really enjoy it. Plenty of people yeah. have, what are, they got a 4.05 on untapped. It's, the cosmic passage series is pretty widely. I was, yeah. about, I was about to say, I think, um, I think I agree with, with what you're saying. I can definitely see where you're coming from on that. I think for me, I, I do enjoy it. I do think that it is a, a yummy beer. I, I would definitely drink it. I think this would have to be a one and done for me. Oh, of course. Or I would definitely. put it on my flight. Like I would get a nice little five ounce and taste it and be like, oh, okay. And I would do, um, I have a three sip rule. I, uh, sip, sip the beer three times. If by the third sip, I absolutely hate it. Then I know that it's not for me. Yeah. That's um, how I usually like, I do that first sip to coat the palate. Then like the second yeah. sip is kind of yeah. So I think after the third sip on this one, I was definitely into it and I was like, okay, I can, um, I can get into this. I like it. Um, but I do agree with you. It's a little bit thicker. It's a little bit heavier, um, than the first one. I mean, you can literally, you can't even see through it. Like oh, this yeah. is- <laughs> it's, it's a total milkshake and like, mm-hmm. and it's great with them. They're like their cosmic passage is, And one thing I'm curious about this because I had their cosmic passage apricot and that was really good too. The apricot was a little less, uh, subtle or I mean a little less heavy on the fruit with it. And I really enjoyed that one. I enjoyed this one here as well, but I really want to try just their regular cosmic passage without like the fruit puree just to get a baseline mm. because they do make just a regular cosmic passage, oh. um, you know, IPA with their, um, the cosmic passage, I guess is their, it's their, uh, oats and their malt that they put into the grain bill that make it like cosmic passage is their special recipe for that. So I'd really be interested in trying like their regular IPA for that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's grown on me ever so slightly. I the only know. thing I'm concerned about is the <laughs> You're just like, you're really getting all like, you're going to get your Cicerone license after this. He's like giving yeah. it a little rotation. He's been jamming his nose in it. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to open up the aromatics. And, uh, 
you know, uh, <laughs> the only thing I'm, I'm concerned about is it getting warmer. Um, even after just, I mean, I've had it here, um, outside of my beer fridge for the, however long we've been recording, but I do have it with some ice packs and stuff so that it did stay cold at least. Yeah. Um, and since pouring it, it's been what close to five, five, ten, ten minutes, minutes since we yeah. poured it yeah. and it is already getting a little bit warmer and I can definitely feel that end with the citrum mosaic hitting a little bit harder. And I'm just wondering if like, you know, in 20 minutes after being poured, is it going to be so, um, I don't know, a little bit overly bitter, maybe overly bitter. bitter. Yeah. If it's going to be a little bit too much, once it gets too warm, is this one that you would have to drink quickly, but you can't drink it quickly. It's a a a, dessert. It's a little bit too sweet. It's a little bit too heavy to drink quickly. Yeah. Now Um, I'm, I'm actually, now that you brought that up and I'm, I'm thinking about it. Now, was citra the right choice to go with this? I mean, to pair that with a citrus fruit? It's not mango is not a citrus fruit. It's a citrus fruit. It's not. It's not a citrus fruit at all. It's a citrus fruit. No, it's not. (laughs) Charlie, citrus fruit? No. Okay, don't don't put me into these arguments, guys. I can't do this. It's not even Um, in the same family. (laughs) uh, I would have. I would have to say that it is not, it is not a citrus. It's actually probably more related to like a, a kiwi or a strawberry. It's false. No way. Not this time. But the, <laughs> actually probably more not like an time. avocado. No, not this time. It's totally. You're wrong. Because. Fiction. False. It's fiction. It's because fiction. It's fiction. It's guys. It's a single it's seed. False. It's a single seed fruit. Just like an avocado. Yep. All right. Well, now we're just getting the semantics. That's like calling a tomato a fruit. Come on. It is a fruit. It's a vegetable. Knowledge is knowing a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing not to put it in a uh, fruit salad. Ah. Do I, do I, do I gotta, do I, do I gotta bring it up again? Do I gotta do it again? It's false. No, <laughs> not this time. We created it. Not this time. Oh no, man. Like a mango is not a citrus fruit. It gets paired with citrus a lot. So like you get like a mango hey orange guys, juice or mango, mango is a citrus fruit. Is it possible this story is true? Yes, it is. You're right. No. It's fact. I don't, I don't know because the only time that you get any sort of tart finish on a mango is when it's not fully ripe. Exactly. Okay. So I would say, all right. I, um, all right. All right. All right, Dan. Dan. All right. Do it? All right, Dan. I'm Dan, asking. Dan. All right. All right, Dan. Um, it's got citrus flavors to it. I would say it's got a citrus. It's got a citrusy to it. Mangoes are actually classified as a tropical fruit and not a citrus fruit. It's the same goddamn thing. Although mangoes no. are orange and superficially resemble citrus fruits, they're not classified as a citrus fruit. They resemble citrus fruits. So let, let, In uh, appearance. Let's, let's agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. Um, you tried your best. Anyway, I don't think, I don't think citra, maybe citra might be too heavy handed for this. Um, maybe, uh, Um, maybe like, I don't know. You could go with like, uh, like a galaxy or like a Simcoe, maybe like a mosaic and Simcoe together. You go like Simcoe might be too sugary though with milk sugar. Cause like Simcoe has a very sugary finish to it. Um, I mean, you could do like, uh, maybe like a, like a centennial, yeah, with a bitter, you'd get. Kind I, of a I would say instead of instead of citra, which you tend to have a more citrusy flavor from yeah. it, move away from that and go more bitter. Yeah, to cut 
the the sweetness of the mango, the mango puree. But to be honest, Citra with the bitterness, because it has a grapefruit orange kind of bitterness to it, pairing that with a sweetness of a mango is kind of like what they do with, you know, mango orange juice or a lot of mango infused beverages have orange to counteract, put bitterness against the sweetness. I don't know, man. I mean, it's a, it's a thought. I, it's just because I, I really just don't enjoy this. Yeah. You're not, you're not into it. No, I'm done I, trying to sell it to you. No, I, I mean, it's, it's one of those things like, you know, I, I think so you finally found one you didn't enjoy from rebel Hill. Yeah, It's just the style, you know, it has nothing to do. I, it, it, as far as a milkshake stout goes, or I keep saying milkshake stout because that's what I want it to be. I want it to be a milkshake stout. You said um, it if you did. Yeah. Milkshake. As far as a milkshake IPA goes, it's fine. I mean, it's, it, it hits yeah. all, it hits all the requisites for a milkshake IPA, but for you know flavor and on my palate and what my preferences are it's just not it's not hitting your mark yet yeah it's not different doing it for, me. for different folks absolutely man. absolutely we got your back charlie yes. yeah no, no, oh that oh okay all right all right we just want to make sure you're still there yeah we got uh, into our as debate as you guys can still hear me yep all right perfect cool um <clears throat> Let's get into let's get into ratings. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, Dan, you want to start us off? Yeah, I'll start it off. I think I actually I had this discussion with my wife because we uh we enjoyed this was a nice uh dessert beer after dinner. We kinda had this beer, enjoyed it a little bit. I, I'm gonna give it a four for me. Um in terms of a milkshake IPA, it's not the thickest milkshake IPA I've had. I, I mean, we've had some like tired hands and like some of those other places, they do an incredibly thick milkshake IPA and their, their vanilla IPA just came out as white. Yeah. It's well, I mean, vanilla is dark anyway, so, but it isn't it. I, I, and I, <laughs> vanilla I, extracts and the beans are, but I, I thought, no, they, uh, they posted a picture and it might be Photoshop, but it was white. Uh, like milk. But um, yeah, I mean, it's not the thickest I've had in terms of a milkshake IPA. I mean, like I said, I've had some tired hands before. I bet it isn't the thickest you've had. Um, uh, (laughs) (laughs) See, I got Charlie with that one. That definitely took me a second. (laughs) I got the, uh, I'm going to give it a four. Okay. This is a brewery that I want to keep. I want to keep their ratings at a four. So my podcast rating is going to be at a four for this. All right, Dan. Dan, all right. We've talked about, you know, rating towards the the podcast over the beer. But it's still a good milkshake IPA. It's better than the ones I've had in a while. Dan, all right. Uh, Charlie? Um, I think just because of going based on all of the questions that I had about the beer, basically, like, you know, if it gets warmer, is it going to stay the same? Um, Stuff like that. I think I'm going to have to go with like a 3.75. I like it. I enjoy it. I can see where there's a market for it. I can see where there are people that would enjoy it. Um, I definitely would enjoy this as a dessert beer, just like you said, you and your wife did. Um, but I think if I was just, you know, out during the day and I tasted this and stuff, I'd be like, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can drink a full pour of this. I don't know if I would be able to finish it, but I will finish it tonight because I do really enjoy it right now. Okay. Three, seven, five. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I am going to go no rating. Oh God, you're. S- I'm gonna get, uh, I, I don't want to call you a poser right now, but like right after having an episode with a no rating, it's not flawed. How is it flawed? It's not. It's not. <laughs> but 
it's a style that I don't enjoy. Ah, okay. So I don't feel right rating this beer. Got it. Because I would rate it poorly based on taste, but I don't, <laughs> I don't enjoy it. So I can't, I can't wholeheartedly give a rating on this on a, on a style that I don't like as a beer. I mean, it's <laughs> rebel Hill, Hill does a great job as a milkshake milkshake IPA. It's fine. I, I, I think it's good. It's it. I mean, it, I would go, I wouldn't go with the, the mango puree next time, but, um, I didn't get, I, I didn't really pick up any of the Madagascar vanilla. Um, mm-hmm. and again, it, it, different palettes, yeah. different palettes. Um, uh, before Dan yelled at me for for selling his his new favorite beer, it's not my favorite beer, but I do like. Um, I do enjoy it, and I don't. And I don't want to drag. I don't want to drag Rebel Hill. They're a great brewery. I've had yeah. great beers from them. Um, yeah. The I, I mean the the citric and mosaic is a great. It's a great combination. Um, I'm getting that at the end. It's a good hop profile. It's just that that freaking punch in the, in the face up front is just killing it for me. And I don't think that the, the milk sugars were necessary in it. I don't think you needed to make this a milkshake style. Um, but I guess that's their, is that their, do they do all milkshake style for the cosmic passage series? So the apricot was, I guess, I mean, it was hazy, but I wouldn't call it a milkshake style for that. Well, I mean, I mean it was, was a- it, what did they have lactose or milk sugars in it? I don't really know. I actually didn't look up the description for it. So, I mean, it, they say that they're fruited IPAs mm-hmm. and the apricot was a little less subtle. So like apricot as a fruit is also more subtle than mango too. Cause I mean, milk sugar is going to sweeten the the beer up a little bit. And yeah, it, I don't, I just don't think if you're doing it over a puree, I don't think you need the extra sweetness on top of it. Yeah. Especially a, a, a not a, not, excuse me, a not citrus fruit, a tropical fruit, which is <laughs> supposed to be more, you know, it, it is obviously supposed to be, mango is supposed to be sweet. It's not supposed to be that tart. Bitter. Yeah. Which not, is why the citrus added there to counteract, like give the bitterness at the end. It just, it, it, it for me again, it goes back to style preference. I, I can't give an honest rating on this for a style that I don't, I don't lo- enjoy. You don't enjoy. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's the reason I would go no rating. It's okay. not there. I don't think there's anything flawed with it. There's no, nothing flawed with the batch. It's just purely a, a personal preference. Got it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so Charlie going back to, um, being a female in the craft beer world. So, you know, if you're comfortable talking about this, um, I always, I always pictured being a a female in the craft beer world, being kind of like at one of those like college parties where it's a whole bunch of dudes hanging out. And then there's like three girls show up and it is just (laughs) the the, ratios. Yeah. And it's just like every, every dude's like, Hey, what's up? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think when we talked a little bit last night, I I touched on it a little bit and you even had to go so far as asking me, you know, what name I would prefer to go by. Um, and you know, I, it was because when people found out what my full name was, they found my phone number, they found my home address, they found all 
you know, stuff like that. And it's I so getting- creepy. Yeah, there's like a level of creep to like I don't know who these people are, who these guys are that just it honestly makes. Oh, I don't my, know either. That was the problem. <laughs> it's honestly when you told me about that, it made my skin crawl. Like what? Yeah. Like um, and I I remember I was I, I took a nap. Um, because at the time I was going to school and then I would go and I would teach. I am a teacher. I teach dance. Um, I would go and I would teach and then I would go straight to the bar after teaching and I would bartend until pretty late at night. Um, so, you know, I was taking a nap and I remember waking up in the middle of my nap and I was, I, I'm, I am a cranky waker. Uh, do not wake me. (laughs) Um, but I woke up and I was just like, um, hello. It was this random number and I can't even remember what the area code was. Um, and they were just like, Hey, is this Charlie? And I was like, um, may I ask you speaking? And you know, they're just like, Oh, you don't know me, but I hope you will soon. And I'm like, what? Is that like, the pickup? I am literally being awake, but then, you know, <laughs> oh. just being like, what, what is going on here? Um, so, you know, and, and I got several phone calls after that, the same kind of phone calls. And I think that is definitely something that quite a few women have had to go through, even, you know, to the point where we have a, a page that says, um, oh, what is the name? Um, won't ever happen or something like that, or it's not going to happen. Um, and it's just, you know, DMs that we get that are just creepy and nasty, vulgar DMs that we get on the daily. Hold on. What's it um, called? <laughs> I had, I had one guy comment on one of my pictures a couple weeks ago and he'd be like, I'd love for you to serve me a beer. And I was just like, um, I don't do any serving unless I'm getting tips. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. e- even at um, my singlest, what, I don't understand. Like, what makes you think you can go on someone's Instagram page and be like, I'm going to win her heart through her DMs? <laughs> like, it just, I, I, it, it boggles my mind, you know, the, some of the, I, I've seen like some of the DMs that go out there. Um, you know, there's a, <clears throat> there was a, there's a girl up in Canada that, just did a, uh, she just did a, like, she does like an ask me what, ask me anything type thing. Oh, like a Reddit thing at AMA. And we have to put like a disclaimer, like ask me anything, but please keep it at least PG 13. All she said, all she said, and she had to put in there, ask me, you know, ask me questions, but not about my breasts. Yep. And it's like, why, why is that even like a prerequisite? Because there's some no. like fucking guy sitting in his parents basement in nebraska just right it'll be like so uh what, what's the brown size like what's and, she, and she posted it and one of, like the, one of the one of her asks. one of her story things was somebody asking what her bra size was what what your bra size is yeah my uh one of my best friends is her name is uh cammy on instagram she's cammy cakes she's got um you know four hundred and eighty thousand followers she does fishing um so she's an also a very male dominated uh industry and stuff and especially on instagram and you know every single she comes time. up in our suggested yeah. follows a lot actually because i was like yeah. why do we have a fishing person come up in our suggested yeah. follows She's, she's, uh, she's one of my close friends. We've been best friends since middle school or, well, we've known each other since middle school, became best friends in college and, uh, we've stayed really close since. And, um, she's one of the sweetest people you'll ever meet. Yeah. I just uh, don't think, I think we just never gave her a follow. Cause it's like, 
We have nothing to do with fishing. We never. No, yeah. I, it's I, like, oh, cool. Fishing. <laughs> we're like um, those old dudes so who are just like, why is this? Fish- oh, fishing. Met through fishing Instagram and stuff through her have been, I again, some of the sweetest girls you'll ever meet. Some of the sweetest people you'll ever meet. But I bet you get some real that, wretched you know, dudes in fishing. Have the, if there's one thing that men have on Instagram, it's the audacity. Um, well, it's that. It's that fact that like you're not they're not in person, so they yeah. can just say whatever. Oh they yeah, want. keyboard like, confidence. 100%. Keyboard, yeah, keyboard confidence, definitely. Yeah, I remember I posted a picture I had um, when I went to Mexico with her. Actually, uh, she got me this super cool Abita Brewing T-shirt. Oh, they awesome. sent oh, cool. it with her, and it was a fishing shirt. It had Abita Brewing on it, and um, I took a picture with it. And you could see the side of my hips, and you could see my stretch marks. And it's like, okay, yeah, majority of the women on the planet have stretch marks. Um, it's how dare you? How dare you have stretch marks? Children. How dare you? <laughs> Right. And this guy was like, you have a nice ass, but uh, you got stretch marks. And I'm like, yes. This is also a guy who's got those like stomach stretch marks that go across like he's just sitting at home playing Warcraft. Yeah. He's got those big ones that just go across and up here. Yeah. It looks like the, like, it looks like the monster like, energy energy drink. just. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I mean, I've had guys call me all sorts of names. I've had guys just going, not even just being sexual, but I've had guys, you know, message me and be like, you don't know what you're talking about. How could a woman know anything about beer? How, you know, and oh, it's just, just like, jaded oh, assholes. You know, Oh, it's so bad. But it's it's not even that. It's just you got to all you have to think about is what 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 kind of situ what kind of place they are in their life that makes them sure. comment on that kind of like that kind of why why even do that? Like what place what point of your life are you in that you're like all right I should comment some hateful shit on on some person's Instagram. Whether it be yeah. female or not, like it doesn't matter. Like, why do yeah. you like about like why? I posted a beer once on like a beer Facebook group, and some guy was just like, "That beer sucks, and I hope you die." And then he deleted the comment. I went, "Wait, what? <laughs> what? That beer sucks, and I hope you die." See, oh, I yeah, I love God. those comments. For it was me, just so random, and I was like, "Wait, do I know this guy?" So I went to click on it, and the next minute it was gone. And I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> for me, if I get if I get hateful stuff towards me, it. It actually brings me somewhat joy. I know. I hope I knew them. I was like, oh, I wonder if I know this guy. He's probably just joking with me. Because, you know, it doesn't affect me in the least. But to know that something I've done has affected them so much that they took time out of their day to comment something like that. It's like, all right, gotcha. I remember, (laughs) I think one of my very first posts, I was so confused. It was one of my very, very, very first posts. And um, there was nothing that was truly debatable about the post other than possibly that you simply don't like the beer that I enjoyed. Um, and I just remember saying like, I really enjoyed this beer. And this guy commented and he goes, no, with a thumbs down. And I was like, um, what? I was like, no, what? (laughs) Is it no, that you don't like the beer? No, that you don't like me posting That's like the sy- like, symbol of a true troll. He just does that. And he knows you're going to react to. He's just like, okay. <laughs> I did it. I did it because I couldn't. I was like, I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to ease your he mind. He threw out the hook. Too. He's like, like, no. Tell me how to help me help you. Like, <clears throat> 
It is what it is. Oh, it's so bad. I tried to promote our podcast once and someone called us a bunch of Karens. And I was like, what? Why? We, wait, we, you and I are a bunch of Karens? Called us. He was like, it's probably a bunch of Karens bitching about craft beer. He's like, you probably Hell shouldn't yeah. listen to this. Where did and you I try- went. Wait, where was this on Honest Trav's? Yeah, Honest Trav's uh, virtual dive bar. I don't know if you've know this Facebook group. That place is a bunch of. It. That place is a bunch of just. Uh, you I, know, you know what? I won't get into it. It's yeah. just we'll have it's it's a pencil it's a Pennsylvania <laughs> it's a Pennsylvania Facebook group, but apparently they have members around the country. Right it's a now. it's a bunch of thirsty ass single moms that are just posting. The, it's like it's like the it's like ratchet. Insta- okay, it's a dive bar. It's exactly yeah. what you would expect if you walked it's into a dive, a dive bar, bar and you looked at the people at the bar or at the tables. Those are the people in that Facebook group making posts. Yeah. Right. It's so right. it's it's every girl, you know, the girls on on Instagram that are like, all right, well, I'm, I'm posting. All I'm going to post is me in lingerie and very the beer is back here. You'll know what the beer is, but they're like out here drinking craft. Right. Hashtag craft beer. But it's back here. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I'm all about I am. I am very much so about. Do with your body what you want to do with it. That's the whole point about who I am. I um I don't enjoy being judgmental about what other women choose to do with their bodies. However, there gets to be a point where it's not about the beer anymore. No, or even about And that's exactly yeah. where we're going with it is Yeah. And I think, I mean, even just recently, I'm not going to throw out names. I'm not going to do anything like that. But even just recently with the challenge accepted, there was, you know, a woman that was extremely um, hypocritical in her statements. And then, you know, with what she posts and and how she was treating other women in the craft beer community. And this is a woman that has not been very supportive of other women in the craft beer community and has never really shown that same kind of support as we do with each other. Uh, Well, there's, there's clearly a sect of the craft beer women that are all about craft beer and, you know, they're posting about it and I, fuck it. We've talked about it on other podcasts that oh, yeah, we talked you, about it with Leah and everything. If too. you, if you post a picture of you in lingerie and you give a post about, and you show a picture of the beer and you give a, a, a rundown of the beer or a, ra- a review of the beer. Awesome. Ooh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. But there's a plenty of women out there and that we've seen on our Instagram that it's like, you're posting pictures. You've clearly just said, all right, well, so this is the sect sector of Instagram that I can, I can get into and Mm -hmm. I can gain 400,000 followers and I can get my advertisements. Yeah. yeah. I can get monetized. This is how I do it. It depends that, that, you know, the monetization depends on whether or not they're getting the engagement that they should be getting um, because, you know, there are people that have um, a lot more followers than me that are getting the same kind of engagement that I get. Um, So, you know, that the, however much, however much they're getting uh, proposed and stuff may not be as much as um, they're hoping for simply because they're just not getting the kind of engagement that they were thinking that they would be getting um, from posting pictures like that. But but, you know, like like we said, you know, it's <clears throat> it's all about like if you see, you know, there's plenty of women out there that, you know, will that are right now, especially because it's summer are posting bikini pictures, 
drinking a beer. But then their their second picture is <laughs> their next picture is you know a picture of the beer and their their but they're they're or they're uh, tagging or they're talking about the brewery exactly there are some of them where like they're holding this beer and i am like i want to know what this beer is it looks delicious a lot of it is it's a difference between here's me and here's the beer or they're just holding or it just and i just want to know what it is i just like it's not tagged there's mm-hmm. nothing in the description and i can't read the can because it's out of focus and I ju- yeah. the glass is in focus though and i just want to know what it is yeah I, I I completely agree, and I um you know I, once again, like I said, I am all for women doing what they would like to do with their page, with their bodies when they want to. Um, but I um I can agree that there is definitely a point where um it, yeah, it's, quite, it, quite it's not about the culture found a niche right. with this community and have decicided this is what I'm going to capitalize on. Exactly, I mean, I it's more I taking advantage of the community. community than if I had a dime yeah. for every single time a guy commented on one of my pictures saying she's a woman and she likes beer. Oh my God, I'm going to, she's going to be my wifey. And I'm like, well, no, you couldn't afford the ring that I want, but it's like, (laughs) it's one of those things where it's just like, okay, yeah, I get what you're trying. I get what you're doing. I understand. And you could be a woman that does love to go to a brewery and does love to sit down and enjoy a beer that somebody worked really hard on. Um, however, uh, when it comes to, when it comes to being, I hate t- saying taken seriously because you shouldn't you shouldn't rely on what you're wearing or what you're doing to be taken seriously. But I, I agree that that people will follow you and there will be a certain amount of people that will follow you that will want to look at your page for what you're drinking. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I think I'm there's definitely as much as too. I yeah. have sat here as much as I have, I have sat here and said men come and all this nasty stuff and they DM me all this nasty stuff. There are plenty of men that I have connected with through this, um, through this world saying like, Oh, I love following what you drink. This is so awesome. Thank you so much for the suggestion. Uh, I'm going to take this to a party this week. I'm going to take this on the boat and you know, stuff like that. And it's like, that's, that's my hope for my page. And and I know that other women are, are doing, are getting the same kind of messages and are getting this. Oh yeah. I mean, there's, there's plenty of, pages out there that I'm like, it's more, it's more so like, Oh, that, that brewery sounds awesome. Then it, you know, like, yeah, I, like, I'm like nerding out trying to like see how far away it is. Yeah. We're trying to it. see like, Oh, how can I get tripping animals up here? Like, yeah. you know, and instead <laughs> of like, I'll be y'all have, y'all have Miami beer brigade on, on Instagram, right? I don't think so. I guess oh, we're going call, to get my, no, we're all follow him. real beer vixen. She's really good about it too. Yeah. We have her. That. Yeah. Did we get, get a follow back from Real Beer I have no idea. Oh. But when she's she's connected through Leah and we're it's we're all connected in some way. Yeah. Do you want to see a guy eat a really hot pepper? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> all right. So let's uh let's watch this. Um so this is uh it's been a has a, it's been a couple weeks since we watched a video, Dan. I know it has been a while. Yeah. It feels like forever. Anyway. So you, this is, you picked a good one here. Yeah. I will say that. So a little background about our videos, Charlie, I, I like to make people uncomfortable. Um, and I, we had, we'd yeah, gone cringe worthy. You've yeah. been pretty cringe. We, we went about 20, 20 or so episodes of just really cringy videos. Um, okay. I've started to find the more funny, Let's have a good time and laugh. A little lighthearted, yeah. I'd say. And I, I'd say this is one of them. Uh, All right. I, I, All right. I love 
the, how this video starts here. Today. All right. So let's get in it. It's horrible. It's horrible video quality because it might be from like 1918. I don't know. All right. Yeah. They were the Chili Pepper Institute here at New Mexico State University. We got your everyday ordinary chili peppers here. And this is the Buchologi, the world's hottest chili pepper, right? Just, ah, just the, here's the world's hard in the paint. <laughs> here's the world's hottest chili pepper. And he went, okay. Come. You could hear <laughs> it too. Just clearly that he just bit right into it. I no like, hesitation. Yeah, pepper. Let's have a snack. All right. No hesitation. Like it was something on a fruit tray or something. That, He's right. like, it's, it's a little piece of broccoli, some ranch dressing. I'm just gonna this go guy it. is 90% <laughs> balls. That's all he is. is yeah. Balls. And we'll, uh, Spoiler, we'll find out. It's it, That's not the fact. Yeah. A million Scoville heat units. What does that mean? Oh, that's the hot, world's hottest chili right there. And so I'm going to give you some milk to cut that. Yeah, we can see the regret starting to build <laughs> yeah. on his face here. Right. So he's giving him a thimble of milk. <laughs> here's, a, here's a million Scoville pepper that you just bit into. Also, here's a Monopoly piece filled with milk. <laughs> okay, so funny story. Like before we, we finish this, when I was like 10, I think nine or 10, I was at a, um, a family friend's house and they had habanero peppers growing. Okay. And I asked them and I was like, and, and my parents were in on this, which is like, you know, what kind of home was I raised in? Wait, how old um, were you in this? Uh, what? How old were you during all this? I was probably like nine or ten. All right, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's right, fucked up. right. And um, so you know, so I, I, they were like, they're growing these habaneros, and I see them, and I'm like, oh wow, is that a sweet pepper? And they were like, yeah, it's a sweet pepper. And I was like, can I have one? And they're like, absolutely. And so you know, I plucked it off the plant, took a good, good chomp on this habanero pepper and my mouth's on fire i mean my face on fire my throat's mm -hmm. on fire my eyes are yeah that's not just your mouth crying. that's like your I'm face nose <laughs> so they're like oh my god we just we just traumatized this yep. child yep um we just put something on we, we just Which put something in your system and and put an event in your life that you're going to bring up in a podcast 20 years later right <laughs> Um, and I, so I'm, you know, I'm absolutely, I'm on fire at this point. They're like, let's give her some milk. So I am, um, lactose intolerant. Oh, um, this is, the, this is, this is going to go real well. Yep. This is, this is Tom or, uh, Clooney, George Clooney in a boat. This yes, is the, the perfect I storm. I hate the taste of milk. Perfect storm I reference, Dan. I, I, I physically it. cannot stand the taste of milk. So they're like, give her some milk. And I'm like, please don't give me any milk. And they're like shoveling milk down my throat. I'm just like vomiting milk and hot habanero pepper. Um, long story short, I still eat spicy food. I feel like but, your parents had this like set up for like America's Finest. Oh, I was videos. just about to they're say like, Bob Saget's going to oh, love this. Oh, I would see. I was going to make a Tom Bergeron reference. Oh, I was doing Bob Saget. I was like, you're going OG. I went OG. I was like, Bob Saget's going to do her voice like, oh, this pepper's really hot. What was the, what was the one uh, that uh, that uh, Gladstone uh Hosted. I thought that was like a. It was like AMV or something. Was it like America's funny or no AFV? AFV. No, yeah, he America's no. Funniest on videos. No, he. Uh, um, what was Gladstone's name? Um, he, I forget. I just call him yeah, Gladstone. He uh, he. Uh, Morissette. Atlantis Morissette went down on a in a movie theater. That was know? the song. What? Yeah. Yeah. Joey Gladstone from Full House. Come on, the whole song was written about. She wrote him. a song about it. <laughs> I went down. Uncle Joey. Will she, will she go down on you and he never off went the altar? Uncle Joey. <laughs> no, you don't. You, she's she's probably pretty young for. Are uh, we blowing? Your no, I mean I know Johnny Gladstone. I know a lot of Smurfs. 
I don't. I don't listen. So that song. Uh, I don't. What was Why? Song? Why do you not listen to Alanis Morissette? Oh, She's one of the greatest singer songwriters of all time. Sophomore on, year of high school, we had to listen to "Isn't It Ironic." I think seven. All right, well, times l- listen to, to learn what irony is. Um, <laughs> uh, an English a, class. That teacher sucks. What a lazy teacher! <laughs> what a lazy teacher! I'm just gonna. I had I a teacher just, who I, taught us. I I just couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't get into it. And I, every single song. I had a teacher teach us poetry like, with Dave Matthews Band. I I, I'm not a fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> do, your, do, do yourself a favor. Go on Apple Music. Uh, get Alanis Morissette Essentials. Sit yourselves down with like a nice glass of wine. You know, you'll, you'll get into it. You'll get into it. I trust okay, you. Trust me. Anyway, uh, what Joey Gladstone had a another. He had a rival funny video show to it obviously wasn't a rival of it was a rival of america's funniest home video and he got trampled by bob sack oh of course he did yeah sure anyway it was like america it was like canadia's uh funniest home videos uh dude (laughs) let's get this i can't wait for all right it's starting to kick in a little bit. It hit the throat. Um, so, um, um, <laughs> oh, he, oh, took, he, it, he took, took another bite. bite. <laughs> he did oh my it God. Again. Why did he do that to himself? Why? Oh, he'll acknowledge it. That was a dumb move, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. I thought it would get better if I did it again. <laughs> it's never the case. He thought it was going to cancel it out. <laughs> yeah. He was like, if I take another bite, I'll be like immune to it by now. <laughs> yeah. If, if, uh, basic, uh, if basic New Mexico math has taught me anything, this will cancel <laughs> the first bite out. Yes. <laughs> 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 He tries to laugh it off. Oh, <laughs> I can't even taste the milk. No, not so much. Oh, oh he, can you see him regretting every life decision that he's ever made? I wish this, this was this in point? full HD so I could see the like sweat rolling down his forehead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like one of those people. He like rolls his ankle and tries to like jog it off yeah. before anybody notices. <laughs> yeah. He's on live TV and he's just like, <laughs> he's like that woman who it, uh, turned a snowstorm in Philadelphia when she was running. She's like, it's just a perfect weather for running and she oh. goes right down the street <laughs> and she oh slips God. and falls yes. on her ass. Yep. Yep. It's She's, the perfect weather yeah. for running. People say that during every single Florida hurricane. Every single one. Oh, this is great running weather and the winds yeah, like you get the wind you get the wind behind hour. you, it gives you an extra little yeah. boost. I don't know. I saw I saw a movie called Crawl where it's like I don't want to be anywhere near a hurricane after <laughs> the alligators. I was like, God damn it, what's happening? <laughs> I saw a little movie called Sharknado, yeah. and uh, yeah, I don't want to be in Florida during a hurricane or a tornado made oh, of sharks. Down during a hurricane, we can have a hurricane party. I've That's been, the whole point. I've been down to Florida and. It is just a muggy shit show down yeah, there. Yeah, I had family in Tampa and they actually they moved up north because they got tired of the Yeah, my, my northern my northern skin cannot handle the sun being yeah. about a meter away from my I don't face. know if you can tell by the Me, my dad said that too, and then he moved out of Pittsburgh and now he's got a beautiful tan. I don't know if you can tell by the makeup light that's on Tom, but he's practically translucent. You said makeup light. Yeah, it's Last the, day we were talking, I was like, I have my ring light. And Tom was like, I have mine too. Oh, you guys are adorable. Are you guys going to do makeup <laughs> tutorials after I leave? We probably could. You're like, Dan, get out of here. We have a, we have another, uh, 
bit of content we need to create. <laughs> I'll listen to psychosexual <laughs> while I'm doing it. Um, yeah, no, I, I went down to, uh, I went down to Key West and I forgot to put sunscreen on and who boy, <laughs> Chaboy came out extra crispy. <laughs> yeah, the sun hit. Chaboy almost had to here. go to the hospital. <laughs> Probably should have. A little fried Irish over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so let's check in on our buddy uh, Rob Stone over here. Oh, man. How long is this going to last? <laughs> How long is this going to last? Could you hear the, I don't know. Let's hear the desperation the in his voice. The just, pain. Just a second. <laughs> The pain. Is this gonna last? How how long is this gonna last? <laughs> oh, <dude. clears throat> oh man. How long is this gonna last? How long is this gonna last? It was the how. He goes, How long is this gonna last? Like, he was, it's like a bad trip. Oh, like, he was friends, how long is this gonna last? He was like that kid that was tripping after the dental procedure. Is this gonna be <laughs> forever? <laughs> and uh, all right, so let's see. Let's let's find out how long Rob Stone's gonna have to stew in this heat. How long is this going to last? Uh, for some people, five, six hours. Seriously? <laughs> Did you see the the breakneck speed that he turns? <laughs> Seriously? Seriously? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> I have a date tonight. Five or six hours. Oh, my God. Uh, he's not only that. His, he's going to propose to his girlfriend tonight. <laughs> he took two bites of this, uh, this awful pepper. So if we do the math, that's like 10 hours, right? I was about to say, are we like... Is that Two bites. Double that? I, I think <laughs> I think it's regardless. Once it gets on your palate, that whatever you're done. Um, he's out in the New Mexico heat in a suit. I'm surprised he hasn't gone for the tie yet. I'm surprised he hasn't passed out yet. <laughs> that he also would have just been like he also that milk that he got in that thimble had to be smoldering. It was it was sitting on the table. And they gave him one of those like little paper cups that you get at the dentist that they're like wash oh all God, wash ew. all this blood and junk out of your mouth. Here's one one sip of water. Yeah, can you get it all out with this one because you don't get another one. <laughs> Leave the bottle. <laughs> That's all you get. Yeah. Seriously, it all depends on you. you. <laughs> this whole video, could, this whole video, could be summed up in one. So this Tom, whole, how'd you feel about that? Uh, the last beer we had. It all depends on you. you. <laughs> 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 oh, everything, all of this, this whole thing is regret. Yeah. On you, you. <sighs> Information I could have used a while, a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, like the, I like the wedding singer line. Yeah. Uh, take off my Van Halen shirt before the, you jinx the band, they break up. <sighs> oh, man. <laughs> It keeps giving, doesn't it? <laughs> I do respect. I respect how he just went in. No hesitation to. I respect how he's just been. He's been a man through this whole situation. Like he's just trying to put on his game face. He's just like, oh, all right, Rob. All right, he didn't say stop rolling. He just, nope. he kept going. And he said, he sat there the whole time. He's like, I'm on, I'm on a sports show. Just, just he got right. news reporter of the year for this. All right. You can cry and piss your pants. Once the camera stops, just get through this. He's got a tiny little trophy at home. that he talks. He's like, funny story about this trophy guys. <laughs> Let me tell you. Got some tears. <laughs> <laughs> Got some tears. 
<laughs> got some tears. All right. No, there goes my whole theory. Uh, he broke down at the end. Got some tears. <laughs> <laughs> but he could still be being tough, you know, because it's like once it hits your sinuses, then your tears are done. Some tears. Nope, I think he's crying. I think I he's just crying. crying. It was a little bit of a whimper. Little bit of a whimper here. Got some tears. <laughs> Got some tears. Got some tears. Oh, oh God. Oh. I mean, ten-year-old me was so. Well, this is a thirty-year-old man. <laughs> Look at that face. <laughs> There's not much of a difference. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, great. ten-year-old girl, thirty-year-old man, about the same. Tom, I gotta say, you have redeemed yourself in the videos lately. Oh, this is this is this has brought you back. You're back in your element. Got some tears. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> some tears <laughs> i got some tears of laughter over here tom oh, i want to thank man. you for them yeah 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 so <clears throat> charlie um that's a horrible thing that your parents did to you i <laughs> uh, yeah right? as so as someone who's grown habanero peppers and uh has has made uh you know hot pepper sauce uh, out of those uh I wouldn't I wouldn't wish that on anybody. See, and my parents, I will I will I will say they raised me to be tough. Um <laughs> no. Um oh, this was a feat of I strength. Think, oh here. yeah. Yeah. That was hardening you up real quick. Kind of I think they found humor in in everything. And I think, you know, my parents had three girls. I have two younger sisters. And, um, they're fantastic. They're my world. Um, but you know, my parents were like, if we're going to have three girls, like we're not going to be raising to be princesses. Like let's mess with them as often as we can. <laughs> as, uh, as, as a, as a father, uh, of a, of a son of a, of a, of a boy, uh, who likes to get in trouble and, and likes to, uh, get himself hurt. Um, How old? it is uh two. Um, oh, the, okay. He you is know, uh, the best. It is. It is. Uh, ha- having a child in pain is not fun or funny. It's oh, it's so just sad. it's work. It's it, oh, it, it sucks is. so it's much. Work. Yeah. It, and it's just like, well, this is a whole thing now. Oh, let, but see, I think my block parents out. were just like, she did this to herself. But you of. didn't do it to yourself. Kind of. You were coaxed into it. Loosely. Allegedly. Um, Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, she ate this pepper on her. <laughs> Let's laugh about. It. We've been doing this thing like when uh, when my daughter falls, we uh, we just go like yay before she oh, starts yeah. crying. Oh yeah, because we look at her and we're just like yeah, and she's like oh okay cool. You ha- you <laughs> have parents, to. My parents had. I mean, my mom. My mom specifically has a motto, and she says when you're raising your daughter, if she doesn't know by the age of two or three that she is not the princess, then she's going to ruin your life. That's fair. There you go, Dan. Words to live by. Moving on. You know, I'm 24 and um, I, I decided at 21 that I was the princess. Um, And at that point (laughs) there was nothing that my mother could do about it. (laughs) Cause you can invoke an idea. I'm an adult um, and you don't get to make these decisions. Right. I'm an adult. I am the princess. Um, 
You know what you do? You know what you parents are fantastic. They are they are truly my biggest supporters. My mom likes and shares every single one of my posts. My dad literally, I mean my people on my page call him Papa Hops now. That's Um, awesome. (laughs) What what you um, do they are fantastic. My dad is one of the main reasons why I got into craft beer to begin with. Um they have done a great job raising three young girls that take zero shit. And um, I, I truly respect them for everything that they've done. And, uh, you know, they messed with us. They really did. But they, they taught us, you know, find the humor in life and, and get through it. So. so here's what you do to solidify your place as the princess. Um, now you can't really do it now because of the pandemic. But what I would say is go down to uh, your local mall and go find whatever shitty jewelry kiosk there is in the middle of the mall and get one of those princess uh, uh, necklaces. The ones that, you know, it's written in script. It's like the, it's like the, the chain. I thought you were going to say, get a, get a um, princess tiara. And I was like, I have one though. Oh boy. She'd be, she, I think she beat the necklace right there. <laughs> no, no, no. I have a crown. No, we went, yeah. I, uh, see, we're, uh, up in, see up in Philadelphia. Crown. We're, like we're, Billie a, Eilish says <laughs> we're, we're up in Philly. We're, we're a certain, certain, uh, genre of white trash. And, uh, <laughs> and the, I not even white trash. We're just white garbage. And, um, we, we, when you, you want to really, uh, you get that the, John. Yeah. When you want to declare right? that you are, you know, the princess of, uh, whatever family or school, high school, you, you, you'd be high school, you get giant hoops and you get, uh, you get not, oh no, those are small in comparison. Uh, you gotta oh, get the ones that rest my, on your shoulders. These are my um, nice interview hoops. <laughs> <laughs> these are the interview hoops. <laughs> those are your, I your, think, I think, my There's, boyfriend, my family, everybody included, knows the bigger the O, the bigger the Ho, correct? Not yes. Me. Yeah, yes. that's a Pennsylvania saying. Yeah. That's like right under the Keystone State yeah. on the flag. Yeah, that's right. that is our state motto. Um but you gotta you oh if you want to really declare yourself as the princess, you have to go out and you have to get yourself a pair of cookie monster pajama pants right. and one yes. of those and one of those uh those 14 karat gold sterling silver you yeah. know they're sterling we have 14 karat gold plated uh uh chains with the, the script princess on it yeah it's just in cursive it just says yes. princess right here exactly i know exactly what you're talking about that was not just pennsylvania just yeah know. i was gonna say that that's that sounds that sounds a bit uh gulf coast down there I yeah think, as well and your hair <laughs> your hair has to look constantly wet Yep. <laughs> Just nonstop wet. It was the scrunch. Ah, yeah, the scrunch. Uh, it was the gel. This was this was, <laughs> we're describing our high school right now. Yeah, it's, yes. t- it's taking me back. Yeah, somehow Dan and I escaped with just we're just like we're the we're, we're the garbage cans that you put in the bathroom just those small garbage cans yeah like the two like the gallon we're garbage the nice cans. one that you put yeah. the scented bags in right exactly you know you yeah <laughs> yeah you put the like the vanilla lavender bags in right. yeah uh <laughs> most of our most of our our uh, surrounding area are just those industrial size ones that leak right. yeah. <laughs> that leak when the trash truck picks them up. <laughs> yeah just a contractor bag just a seeping out. Heavy the, duty. the best metaphor I've ever 
had on this show that was <laughs> Pennsylvania. Fantastic. I would have loved to see how long you could take that metaphor. Oh. How many different trash bags could you describe? I, I have to get up for work tomorrow at about 7 a.m. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we're, we're at about two we're hours. About, yeah, we're about two hours there. Real quick, Charlie, favorite style of beer. Go. Favorite style of beer? Yeah. Three, two, one, right go. Right now, I would have to say hazy IPAs. <sighs> I am a huge fan of sours. I used <sighs> to not be, but I do enjoy them now. Um, yes. But honestly, I love a good hazy IPA. If I'm not doing that, then I will simply choose the crispiest boy or the lager. Man, you're just playing to the crowd here. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Never. I, I will say one of the, I will, I won't say never, <laughs> but I am just not the biggest fan of stouts. I'm, I'm not going to always choose a stout. All right. Um, I can see, I can see that in the Florida heat. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a stouty boy in the heat. Nope. No, nope. we get a nice, a nice, nice crisp winter up here. We get a nice, beautiful fall. Yeah. The leaves change. It's not a palm tree. Oh yeah. Yep. I put on my, I put on my Uggs. I, I traipse over to Starbucks and get my PSL. Yep. I we don't, we don't trip over armadillos on the way. The beach in November. <laughs> All right. Settle down over there. <laughs> go hit an armadillo. They don't have those down there. They have chickens running around all over the place. <laughs> That's South Florida. Don't That's all I've ever been to. I don't, I don't go mainland. I'm bougie. I go, I go to the Southern tip and the islands. You got the keys. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's the right place for a pale Irishman such as yourself. Yep. If I wanted to go mainland, I'd stay at home. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Charlie, this has been uh, a whole lot of fun. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah. It's been so much fun. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, I'm glad uh, you enjoyed it. Dan, this is a new friend. I think we have a new friend. There you go. New, a new friend. friend of the best, best friends. You got it. You More got, friends? yes, you got the friend rating. Yay. <laughs> All right. Um, you can follow Charlie on Instagram. Um, and highly recommend uh, great follow on there. That's why we had her on. Um, you can follow her on Instagram at hops underscore and underscore Charlie. Yeah. Uh, Dan. All right, guys. So as we say every day before we sign off on our episodes, subscribe, rate, and review. Um, head on over to where you listen to podcasts, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a slew of other podcast places. I had no idea that our podcast actually goes to. Um, leave a review. Helps us to show up better. Tell your friends about the podcast. Um, if you liked an episode, uh, we have a full catalog online where we've done some live shows at breweries. Uh, we've also talked with a lot of great brewers in the area here up in Pennsylvania. Hopefully we're going to get some across the nation, man. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, follow us on social media. Uh, Instagram and Facebook are at best, best friends pod. That's at best, best friends. P O D. I love that. Yep. I'm glad you saved that one for the end. <laughs> um, email us if you uh, listened and you have some ideas about some beers that we should try or some people we should have on. Email us at best, best friends pod. That's at best, best friends P O D. Awesome. That's cool. all I got. All right, cool. Um, Damn, Daniel. I haven't used that one in a little while. I know. So you need to throw that out there. Um, Charlie, do you have anything you want to plug? No, nothing to plug. Just thanks so much for having me, guys. I had a blast. 
glad uh, you enjoyed it. Too. Um, you can follow us on Twitter if you so, uh, so much want to do that. Uh, did you, oh, you didn't put the Twitter on. No, there. I didn't. Um, is it best, no, best friends pod? Nope. It's at BBF POD because at best, best friends pod is too long for Twitter. <laughs> Suck at Twitter. That's what she said. Yeah. Um, we're yeah. Too, we're too long for Twitter. Yep. Too long for Twitter. Um, we didn't even we didn't even pick a, a name for the episode. We added that in there. Yeah, too long for Twitter. I like that. Okay, cool. Let's too long it. for Twitter. I I like that one too. Cool. Um, Dan. Um, anything else? Uh, yeah. Running down? No. no. I think we're good. Uh, yeah. Wait, wait, one more thing. Yeah. I think I think you forgot one more thing at the end. Oh no no no! Uh, I, I I never forget it, Dan. I love you. Always have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and everybody, uh, just remember, um, it, 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 it's not so long. It's just. Uh, yeah, what's wrong with the video? I'm not the and everyone remember that the Clintons killed Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, <laughs> they did. All right. Uh, Best Best Friends podcast, episode 28. Thanks for coming by. We out. See you. Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two bros, by two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos, videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Clang out with little lunchbox Become a cluggalette A cluggalette Sometimes I'm a stouty boy Sometimes lazy And this podcast is both So it's all for me Best Best Friends Pod Hosted by Dan and Tom Cindy Crawford's a fan How could you go wrong? So many pods up there Were it the ones for me Epstein is still alive and listen to Best Best Friends.